Bartow Yellow Jacket football starts now. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick, GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Palette One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. We've got a new quarterback tonight, which you'll talk about in a minute. But, uh, Mike, uh, uh, you're down on the field uh, or close to being down on the field, uh, and it's not the best I've seen. No, absolutely not, guys. I, I tell you, I was really shocked when I started walking up to the stadium. I started looking at that, like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, we've seen better grass and cow pasture somewhere. I hate to be that way, but, I mean, you look at this 50 50- the 50-yard line to the north, and it's like a dirt field. So, I mean, I, I just can't believe that Haines City would allow their field to get in this kind of condition. Um, we'll see how it works out. It, it may work out in our favor. Uh, it may not. But we'll just, uh, you know, with a new quarterback tonight, you know, we know how stingy that Bartow defense is. So maybe it'll just give them a little more grip to dig in and just really get something done tonight. Those players are going to be have to be careful when they go to plant their, their feet tonight because there's some spots on that field where it's just going to slide right out from underneath them. Yeah, the the only thing that we have going for us is both teams have to play on it. And, <coughs> and sand is not something you can get used to. So it's not like Haines City is used to playing uh, on on that part of the field uh they're just not and so everybody's going to have to uh get around that so to speak and um play through it and go out and win a football game well we mentioned uh, tonight's contest is the is the basically for Bartow is the district championship they win they take care of business themselves they don't have to rely on anybody else and they can claim uh the district championship uh, tonight with a win over the Haines City Hornets and uh Haines City at 1 and 1 uh, the other district contest uh tonight in our area Ridge and Winter Haven are playing uh tonight uh so some remarkable things would have to happen to force a three-way playoff but for Bartow just take care of business tonight and your champ that's all that's on the mind and we, we addressed that with Coach uh, Eden earlier, uh, and we'll have his comments coming up in, in just a moment. But we, we did mention the new quarterback. For the second week in a row, Bartow will have a new starting quarterback. He wears number 18. He is a junior transfer. He came in a couple weeks ago from Victory Christian. He, he wears number 18. His name is Blake Johnson. And I met him on the field uh, moments ago, and, uh, oh, my gosh, he's a miniature version of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, not miniature, but he's a nice, tall young man with the same kind of hairstyle as Patrick Mahomes. So Yeah, uh, and that's a cool name, too, Blake Johnson. Blake John, he's, he sounds like a private eye or something like that. It's a pretty cool name. Hopefully he's got some skills, too. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes, he's looking like maybe he can play like him, too. Uh, we, it, we'll win the football game if he does. I'll yeah. guarantee that. Guys, not to, inter- not to interrupt you guys, but, man, after walking down here on this field, I'm, I, uh, I really have second, second thoughts about this field down here now that I'm on it. 
Um, there's some holes down here that are probably a foot and a half, two foot deep that you can't really see from up there where you guys are at. Like right here at the 50. If you look at the 50 here, there's some deep holes there. And it's uh, I'm really surprised that uh, FHSA hasn't stepped in or even the officials hadn't stepped in and said something about the playing surface of this field. Mike, normally they walk the field, uh, this, right? And yeah. they'll walk it. Uh, they'll go four across. And, you know, they'll be about, you know, 15 yards apart from each other and they walk the field looking for holes but they can't walk this field there's no way yeah this this is uh this field's this field's probably in this is i mean i hate to say anything about it but this field definitely needs some work yes and and we're not we're not trying to degrade no not at all people or anything like that uh it just is what it is and and we're we're having to explain it to uh to our fans. Well, Bruce, you were talking earlier about uh, they have to practice on this field. They don't have any place to go to practice, so it, it gets a it gets a lot of work during the year. And this is this is the third Bartow tonight is the third home game that the Hornets have played on this on this field tonight. They they played Spruce Creek and then they they played um, uh, Bishop Moore last week on this on this field. So it and they they got a bunch of home games left. In fact, three in a row. In fact, they the next. Including Bartow, the next four games are here at Haines City High School oh for, for the Hornets. So yeah, mm. well, it is what it is. Like you say, Bruce, we all have to play on it. And and Mike, those holes are definitely concerning. Mike's down there on the field; he's walking around the fifty-yard line right now. And boy, you just you, you think about ankles, right? Oh, yeah, oh, sure. Stepping in those holes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, and it's not even really some of the holes that we're talking about. It's it's just the unevenness of the grass and stuff. I mean, you look where I'm standing here now. I mean, you see very minimal grass around here, and it's just it's just really unstable. Well, Bartow is on the field right now. They are going through their pregame warm-ups here on this field. This field, Bruce, runs north and south, right? Yes. North and south, and the Yellow Jackets right now are on the north part of the field, which seems to be the more worn-out part from our observations here. So the Yellow Jackets are, are working out right there. So they will continue with our, our pregame show, and when we come back, Michael... We've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Something that has never happened on Stratton Selections happened this week or happened last week with our picks. The All worst right. person went to first? No. Something Aww. has never happened on Stratton Selections. <laughs> Stand by. You don't want to miss it. Coming up. We all came in together. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at evolveyourlawn.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. We're getting ready for tonight's contest between the Yellow Jackets and the Hain City Hornets. And that's uh, coming up here. Stand by. Coach uh, Tyler Eden will be here with us in a moment, and we'll get his uh, pregame comments as well. But let's turn our selection to, or let's turn our attention to everybody's favorite feature of the pregame show, and that is Stratton Selections for week number eight. We mentioned that something happened last week that has never happened before. Mike, 
Andy, Mr. Bruce Edmond was 9-0. and yes. In the world? 9-0. and The first time any of us have picked all the games correctly. So congratulations, Bruce. I got a little halo above my head right now. <laughs> um, Andy, you and I were 8-1 and one last week. Right. Mike, you were 7-2. and two. I'm just trying to give everybody a chance. I appreciate when that. When I break Mike. out my paper, then you know it gets serious. Yeah. So... <laughs> So uh, <laughs> we had plenty of time to week to, uh, this week to study the uh, the overall standings for the season. Andy, forty nine and sixteen. You're in fourth place. That's about right. Mike and Bruce, you're tied for second place at fifty and fifteen. That's your record, and I'm at fifty one and fourteen. Mostly because I do the math on this little program. So, are we ready for this week? Yeah. yeah. All right, Mr. Nine and O, you get to go first. All right, here we go. Stratton Selections, week number eight. And we'll start with, an, well, an easy one. Thank you. Um, over at Legion Field tonight, the Lake Wales Highlanders are hosting the Kissimmee Gateway Panthers. The Panthers are 0-6. Lake Wales is 6-0. and I'm going to go out on a limb and say Lake Wales. Michael? That's a big limb, but I guess I'm going to go Lake Wales, too. Andy? I'm thinking running clock, Lake Wales. I'm, I'm on the limb with all of you. Lake Wales wins tonight at Legion Field. Up next... The Auburndale Bloodhounds at 5-1, and one, looking very good. They are home to take on the Kissimmee Liberty Chargers, who are 2-4. and four. Michael. Auburndale. Andy. Auburndale. I'm going Auburndale as well. Auburndale. And everybody's picking the Bloodhounds. Uh, up next, uh, De- uh, Davenport. The Davenport Broncos are home. They're 3-3 three and three on the year. Davenport is entertaining Lake Region, the Thunder, tonight at 2-3. and three. Wow. So you got Lake Region at Davenport, right down the road from where we are. What do you think, Andy? I'm going to go Davenport tonight. Andy's picking the Broncos. Mike? Davenport because they're home. Yeah, that's my thinking. I'll agree with you. I'll go with Davenport as well. All right, Mr. 9-0, what do you think? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go Lake Region then. Lake Region's won a couple of ball games. <laughs> well, you picked Davenport last week. I know. Okay, okay. Uh, up next, so Mike... Um, Bruce is going with Lake Ridge. All right. Uh, Lake Gibson Braves, who got shut out by the Highlanders last week. Lake Gibson at 3-3. Three and three, They're visiting Johnny Johnson Stadium tonight to take on the Kathleen Red Devils, who are 0-6. And, and just a just a real rough season for Kathleen. I, I'm picking Lake Gibson. I'm going with Lake Gibson. Lake Gibson. Lake Gibson. Everybody's on the Braves. Next up. The uh, Winter Haven Blue Devils are home tonight. This is the other district tournament or the district game in our district. Ridge Community at two and five is visiting Winter Haven at two and three. Oh wow! What do you think, there, Bruce? I think Winter Haven will blow them out. I would agree with Mister Nine and O. Winter Haven's looking for revenge after last week. Yeah, I got. After agree. two weeks ago, they're looking for some way to come back, and they're they're going to open that one wide open. They're at home too, so Winter Haven. Over at Denison Stadium. So everybody's picking the Blue Devils there. All up next, the Frostproof Bulldogs, who were big winners last week over George Jenkins. Frostproof at 5-1 and one will visit the 4-2 and two Mulberry Panthers at the Phosphate Bowl. Mulberry lost by one point last week to Parrish Community. They'll lose by 10 this week to Frostproof. Bruce is picking the Bulldogs. Mike. Okay. They're going to lose by 21 to Frostproof, Bruce. <laughs> that Frostproof is just not going to let that happen. Andy? Frostproof. Frostproof. Me too. Them. Absolutely. 
Sorry, Coach Peavy. And yeah, sorry, no, Coach. Sorry. We love you, Coach. But I it, love you, it, Coach. It just, but it just, just a little yeah, it just can't happen. All right, here's an easy one. Well, for one of us, it's easy. Um, George Jenkins, the Eagles at four and one. They get there. to visit. They get to visit Bryant Stadium tonight to take on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. What do you mean? You thought? You, what do you mean? An easy one for everybody but one. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write all these down right for me. Okay, Andy, Bruce, Mike, and Jeff all pick Lakeland. Uh, thank you. Am I am I good on that one? I didn't have to say anything. Okay. How many uh, uh, do we have? Can we have a side thing going on that to see how many yards Lakeland's going to get penalized tonight? Uh, Two hundred and easy. Okay. Twenty. Not. All right, two more games left here on Stratton Selections for week number eight. Up next, Victory Christian, the Academy, the Storm at four and three. They visit the Vikings tonight, Lakeland Christian at five and one. Mm. What do you think, Mike? And that's, that's going to be a tough game because there are always rivalries, but I think Lakeland Christian is going to come out on top of that one. Lakeland Christian for Mike. What do you think, Andy? I'm going with Lakeland Christian because didn't the new quarterback just come from Victor's. So they're without a quarterback. But he's been here. He's been here for a couple of weeks. He just hadn't had that starting capability yet. Okay, Bruce. Um, Lakeland Christian. Everybody's right. John. All righty, one more, and I say this one for last. The uh, Tenor Rock Titans <laughs> at zero uh, and six. They are in Brooksville to take on the Brooksville Central Bears at one and five. Oh Lord. <laughs> Brooksville will be two and five. Bruce is picking Brooksville. What do you think, Mike? Brooksville. Andy. I'm going Brooksville. Jim, you love that purple. I'm a. I'm riding. The, I'm tight. He's going Tenorock. I'm going Tenorock. Jeff's a. Jeff's, Jeff. He's looking for Jeff that single me win. Two years ago, when I lost. Yeah, Bruce was all, always on the all Titan. ten games because you picked. Okay. Well, there you go. That is our Stratton selections for week number eight. Good luck to everybody. And Bruce, 9-0, and oh, my friend. Thank you. That was pretty sweet. That is. I was shocked when you said that. I was, too. Bruce, that's a, Bruce. That's, that's a Happy Meal dinner right there, buddy. He picked Fort Meade. He picked Lake Wales. He picked Parish Community, Ridge Community. He picked um, Orlando Bishop Moore. Bruce, you got the Frostbrook Bulldogs, you got Auburndale, you got Victory Christian, you got Davenport. You got them all, my friend. Yeah. All last week. Congratulations. The first 9-0 and ever here on Stratton Selections. I might have stopped getting a milkshake on the way home. There you oh, go. Lord. All righty. When we come back, <laughs> we will ahead. We will get the, the pregame comments. The pregame comments of Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden, and that is coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder and Deuce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder and Deuce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. Once again, happy to be joined by Bartow Yellow Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. And coach, uh, one of the things on your checklist that Jacket fans did not want to do and unfortunately had to do last Friday was that first loss mm-hmm. of the season. Your uh, 
recap there of the Lakeland game last week? Tough game. Uh, obviously, very tough circumstances for our kids to be thrust into. Uh, we lost our starting quarterback, you know, 15 minutes before we were set to start uh, practice on Monday. And, you know, tough. And then we're, of course, limited in that position already due to injuries and, and other deals. So, um, you know, but hey, I, I'm proud of the way they fought. I mean, if you look at it legitimately, our defense only gave up 14 points. Um, you know, we had to pick six. We had a, they started a possession, I think, on the 20 or the 15 yard line due to a, a, you know, just a bad decision on my end and then a safety. So take that away. It's only 14 to two. And he hit some of those early passes, right? And I told the guys all week, I said, hey, you know, given the circumstances where we are, I said, I know we can stop them. I said, it's just about can we score? And we knew we had to hit that, that, that second play of the game where we took a shot. It was wide open. I knew he'd be wide open, but, um, you know, we, we, you know, it's just one of those games where, hey, if we were able to pull a game like that out, that's incredible. And, uh, um, but, but I'm still proud of the way they fought. And, uh, and now we get to get back on track and everybody's, um, for the most part back and, and we'll go compete for district championship tonight. That's the next question. You, uh, put the Lakeland game behind you because now you're going to be laser focused on a district championship right. taking on Haines City tonight. How was the week of practice with the boys? Are they focused? Tremendous week of practice. Yeah, they, you know, I asked them all at the beginning of the week. I said, hey, is our season over? They were all like, no. I said, hey, are we playing for something this week? They said, yeah, yes, sir. They're playing for the district championship. I said, so let's go to work. And they did all week. They fought hard and, and worked hard, and, and they've competed. And uh, we've made really great strides, specifically offensively. So I'm excited to hopefully see those get put into place tonight. The word is we have a new quarterback once again, second week in a row, new quarterback. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, we got a young man um, transferred in from Victory Christian, uh, Blake Johnson. He's he's done a really great job. He, he looks to do a great job, and, um, you know, he's, he's been really dedicated to just learning, and, and, and he's been humble and, and focused, and so um, he certainly has a lot of talent. I, I think he can be a great addition, and, and the boys have responded well to him, and so we'll see how he does tonight. And there any other injuries? Is Jason a full participant? Yes, J- Jason is back in the starting lineup. Trinell will rotate, though, pretty much rotate every series. Um, the only other big one is Jaden Williams. We are going to sit him tonight. Um, he just got a, some, some nagging. That's why he didn't play defense uh, last week. He just has some nagging issues with his knee. So, um, But he'll be fine. He, he, there's nothing serious. But, again, it's just for us, with us with looking at um, you know down the road, we want to make sure he's fully healthy. And we also don't want to put him in any, any, any danger. You mentioned it's been 26 years since the Yellow Jackets won an outright district championship. And online, there is a fascinating picture of a little boy who's wearing orange and blue, by the way. That's right. It's actually a picture of you as a youngster, what, six or seven years old probably? I think it was four or three. Four or One three? Or two, yeah. In your little baseball outfit. Yeah. And you look awesome. So 26 years... The Yellow Jackets have not won the district title, That's and right. we can wrap it up tonight against Haines City. Right. To the program, to the school, and most importantly, to those men on the field tonight, what does that mean? That means everything. You know, we talk about it from the moment I got here. You know, uh, this is a place that has a really rich tradition of winning and being successful on the field, and we want to get back to that, you know, and this is the first step in doing that. You know, whenever you can call yourself a champion, that's a tremendous accomplishment in the season, and so for our boys to be able to be the first outright district champion in, in 26 years, you know, our goal, we say it all the time, 13, 9, and 4. We want to be the 13th district title, the 9th regional title, and the 4th state champion, and so that's what we work for, and they know that, and so they have an opportunity tonight to take care of that first First part, 13, and then go get 13 tonight. Coach, again, thank you for your time. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Bring home a championship. Yes, sir. Toe way or no way. Those are the pregame comments of Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. Stand by. Kickoff is next. Haines City taking on Bartow. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. We are in Haines City High School tonight for the contest, the final district contest of the year with Haines City and the uh, Yellow Jackets. We just had the national anthem performed by the Haines City High School marching band. 
Happy to say that Bartos Band has made it up here to uh, Northeast Polk County tonight. Yeah, we got. Uh, they're on the other side of the field, so we'll be able to hear them well. Um, we got our world champion cheerleaders who are lined up on the field to uh, welcome the boys when they break through the banner. So uh, it's it may be uh, not the prettiest field, but it's a beautiful night uh, for football. Jeff, I want to do a shout-out real quick. We Go got, right ahead, Andy. We got first-time listeners, a good friend of mine. We have Deidre and her daughter, Lily. It's their first time listening to WBF football. Well, I appreciate them tuning us in. Well, Lily, Hope they tie your it. shoes on tight because we're going to take you to where you've never been before. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Coach Peavy also chiming in. Uh, he said he appreciated the, the love, and then he wanted to know who Bowling Green was playing. So we can only pay attention to about what, half of what he said. Well, they were playing Wachula, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or Zafo. Zafo. <laughs> if they can find it. <laughs> Well, both teams are ready to make their entrance onto the field. And, and, and Bruce and, and guys, just looking at the sheer numbers, uh, boy, Haines City is, does not have very many players. Yeah, we talked about it. I, I mentioned it jokingly uh, when Coach Eden was giving his comments about they've got more band members than they do football players. And uh, I believe I was right. Well, we're ready to get this uh, contest here underway. As I said, both teams preparing to make their entrance onto the field. Mike is at midfield ready for the coin toss, and we'll have all that for you when we come back. Standby kickoff is moments away. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondro inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. City High School, the Bartow Yellow Jackets just making their way onto the field through the Hey, how's it going? And we are ready to get this ballgame underway. Haines City yet to make their entrance onto the field as of yet, but uh, we talk about the weather here real quick. About 84 degrees, but Mike, it's pretty humid down on the field. Oh, absolutely it is. I mean, we got some good weather coming, though. I mean, I guess I guess what I'm looking at on the weather radar, coming about Sunday, we got some perfect football oh. weather coming. I'm not saying tonight's bad. It is a little humid down here, but we do have a nice little breeze, so we should be in store for some good football tonight. Yeah, this is part of the ridge. This is actually where the ridge kind of starts. Uh, well, it kind of starts in Lake Wales and moves itself uh, all the way up to Davenport. But you get up in these areas, and, and this is where you can really uh, good, uh, uh, really feel that breeze anywhere you go. Uh, the only time it's bad is in the wintertime, and that breeze comes cutting across, and it'll cut right through you. Captains are now meeting at midfield. It looks like our man Thor out there is one of the captains, big number 54. And Brett, Brett Tyree. And they're going through the instructions. Captains for the Haines City Hornets, big number 88, Jeff Cook, a wide receiver. And uh, number two, that is Keyshawn Tyler. And uh, number 68. 
And I apologize, we don't have a 68 on our roster. Haines City Hornets at two and four. The Bartow Yellow Jackets at six and one. And this is the uh, the final district game of the regular season. Michael. So Haines City has won the toss, oh. and they are going to defer to the second half. Haines City with some uh, pyrotechnics. Uh, Welcome their team onto the field. <coughs> it's going to run their fans out of oh the stands, boy, it's too. starting to burn my eyes, starting too. starting to burn my eyes, too. It's blowing from right, right across into the home stands. You think for a home game, district game, and it's still They early. smell like the old-fashioned little smoke bombs. Yeah. Little sulfur yeah. smoke it's bombs. Yeah. little sulfur stuff. Sulfur. Oh, my goodness. Woo! I'm all for theatrics and... You know, president. What happened to the old good old fashioned fire extinguishers? I don't know, but it's green too. It's green, yeah. So you got to give them a little credit for the green. The field. I don't know how they can play after standing and all that. Haines City makes their way onto the uh, field, and as Mike indicated, uh, Haines City will uh, will kick off after winning the toss and deferring. At this time, I'd like to take a moment Woo. to thank tonight's official. Make my eyes water. Really? I mean, they were, it was burning me. Wow. As we said, the, the field here runs north and south. The Yellow Jackets are wearing their all-white uniforms tonight. Orange pants. Orange, excuse me, the, bree- the breeze is blowing east. That much we know for sure because sure. it came right in the window. Let me try that again. The Yellow Jackets are all in white tonight. Hit that button. White pants. Jeff. This is a little. White better. pants and white shirts and the orange helmet. Oh, what a darling. Oh, that's cute. Is that our new listener? Mm-hmm. All righty. For the Haines City Hornets, they have the white pants, the green jerseys, and the white helmets. So we're about ready to get this ball game underway here on the ridge tonight. This is our second trip up here to this part of the yeah. of the county. We played Ridge Community a little earlier in the year. We enjoyed that visit. Did they just throw the tee and it broke apart? I... I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully they got an extra one. I hope so. All righty. Back deep to receive for the Bartow Yellow Jackets. That's our man number three, Mr. Excitement. Uh, Tavares Murray standing about the 10-yard line. And over on the far side of the field, that looks like number 12, and that is Taylor, Janus Taylor, on the far side of the field. Ready to receive the kickoff. And that is going to be number 30 handling the duties tonight for Haines City. Elise. Elise. All righty, here we go from Haines City, and there's already a flag on the play. Uh, Offsides against Haines City on the kickoff. That's not the way you want to start again. I think that's Galva back deep. I think they got Murray sitting up here in the slot like they did uh, the week before. Hey, real quick, speaking of Galva, last week, Mike, we talked with Coach Mike Hade, who is now a uh, recruitment and scouting for Allen University, and he couldn't tell us who he was looking at last week. Well, now we know. He was looking at Galva, and Galva was made an offer to come to Allen University. So congratulations on uh, yeah, well, on, and we're very excited about that. But I, I think Galva's the kind of guy that might get a few offers. So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't put my name on the paper just yet. So that's one thing with with, with Coach Mike Hade. I mean, you gotta you gotta be careful with who's on the sideline and watches on the sideline because not only does Mike Hade stand on the sideline, he has a lot of folks with him that are on these sidelines at football games, you know, 
i.e. Billy Addicts. He's one of them that works for Coach Aid. Here's the kickoff after the penalty taken by an up man to the 30-yard line. Up the sideline he goes and knocked out of bounds just short of midfield. Yeah, I don't know who that one was on the other side. That looks like uh, I can't. He won't turn around. But uh, that was a short kick, uh, Pooch kit. Bartow will take over first and ten at their their own 45-yard line. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Our first opportunity to see number 18 quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. He comes, he comes right out. They do not huddle. He comes right out into the pistol formation. Might see him throw the ball a little early. And Blake Johnson takes the snap. He wants to throw. He does. He's got Thomas on the near side. Thomas, about a four-yard pickup. Yeah, and Thomas is really lucky he didn't break an ankle right there because he got hit right as he was making his cut. It was a clean, it was a clean hit, but that foot plants, and he's a goner. Bruce, a nice, easy pass on the first time for Johnson. Get the, get uh, all the butterflies out. Second and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Johnson again in the pistol. Here's the snap. He drops straight back, wants to throw again. He does. He's completed to Thomas again. And Thomas turns, cuts up field. Thomas near the 35-yard line before he's brought down. That's a jacket first down. Yeah, Thomas looked like a, a horse running barrels right there. As he, yeah. he, had to, he went almost all the way down and, and caught himself with his hand. He cuts back to the Bartow sideline, to the far sideline, and gets another four or five yards. Bruce, you've seen two passes from Johnson. How do you like it? I like it. I like it. First and ten for Bartow at the Haines City 35-yard line. Johnson again in the shotgun. He empties the backfield. He wants to throw. Nope, this oh. time he's under pressure and goes down. Yeah. You know, one thing you've seen about Johnson on his first two, first two series of plays there was you know, he's quick. He's quick on getting that ball out of his hands. So that's something that Bartow is really going to look forward to because those receivers are running those routes so quick, and then somebody's got to do a step-step pass, step-step plant pass, and, and that ball's got to be gone. Yeah, and that time, Mike, they were trying to set out uh, some, set up something in the flat. And uh, so he had to wait, and when he waited, he got plastered. They had the linebacker coming. They're going to lose about nine yards on the play, make it second and 19. Now they're running. Johnson again in the shotgun formation. Here's the snap, and they're going to hand it off to Thomas. Up the middle goes Thomas, and he drags the pile for a couple yards. Yeah, I think Coach Eden must have seen something on film that he likes. I think he's going to want to throw the ball around a little bit, and, Mike, it's going to have to be those quick hitters. I mean, you you take two steps, and that ball's got to be gone right now. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that Coach Eden, we've, we've seen him do this year. You know, you see him do the no huddle, see him do the hurry-up offense, and you see him now doing hand signals into the quarterback. It's something we haven't seen in the past. Third and about 17 here for the Yellow Jackets at the Haines City 42-yard line. Third down for Bartow. Again, Johnson in the shotgun, takes the snap. And this time he'll roll to his right, looking, looking downfield. Now tuck and run. Oh, he's 40, 35, 30. He's at the 20, 25. And he cuts it back in the middle of the field, and he's going to score a touchdown. Isn't that great? 42-yard touchdown run for Blake Johnson. You talk about Patrick Mahomes, and he rolled out to his right, and he saw that the entire defense was over to his left, and he just took off, and and he didn't have to even mess with anybody till he got around the 20-yard line, and he made a nice move, cut it back upfield, and got tackled right as he was going in the end zone. So just like that, this young man has na- made a name for himself. That's the way you want to start a football game. Yeah, right couldn't, have, couldn't start any better for him. I agree, yeah. Andy. No more butterflies. <clears throat> They're gone. 
And now he's a part of the team. Jason Mullis on to attempt the extra point from the... <laughs> the Val- kick is good. That was Valentine holding. It was. Number 15. The kick is good. 9.34 left here in the first quarter. It is Bartow 7, Haines City nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Pilot One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at PilotOne.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pilot One is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's a cricket budgie pull it here, and we are proud to be sponsors of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. to Yellow Jackets take the opening possession drive 42, well, a 42-yard touchdown run from our brand-new quarterback, Blake Johnson. He wears number 18. He's a junior, and a nice run uh, uh, right up the middle. It was, a, it was an excellent run by Johnson. And Mullis is going to do a pooch kick. We can tell that already. He hasn't even placed the ball down, and we can tell it. You think so? Yeah. So this will be Haynes City's first possession following yeah. the kickoff here from uh, Kaysen. You can see he's aimed to the sideline. 83 degrees here, just past 7.30, up at Haines City High School tonight, the final Now we got a game. flag. Just to delay a game? Sideline warning on this side, guys. On Bartow? Yeah, sideline on Bartow. Okay. Not on you, right, Mike? Well, that's a freebie. Wasn't me. Wasn't you Mike, me. okay. You get one warning. Listen, he throws it on me, I'll pick it up and hey, throw back it back out, at him. Back you were supposed to have your own flag. I'm going to get it ejected tonight, okay? Taking that flag last week. <laughs> I thought you had your own flag. We got to get with Elizabeth. Here is the little pooch kick that Bruce called, and it's going to sail down a fair catch at the 27 yard line by Haynes City. So the Hornets will bring their offense out on the field for the first time. And they're starting right in that dirt pile, guys. Yeah, but they've been playing in that the whole time. So Yeah, but it, it, it's still, you know, kind of like what we talked about in, in pregame. When you're playing in the dirt, you can't get used to it. I mean, you can get used to a field. You can get used to the thickness of the grass. You can get used to things, the way things plant. But when you're in the dirt, nothing holds. Quarterback for the Haines City Hornets wears number 12, Dante Fiedler. Fiedler wears number 12. Program here says he is a freshman. Okay. Haines City will send three wide receivers on the far side of the field. Fiedler will start off in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and they're going to hand it off to uh, Albert Jr., number three, and he's stacked up immediately at the line of scrimmage. Maybe got back to the line, and that's all. Yeah, they went with two receivers to the far side, and Bartow brought brought the corner and the safety up playing really tight coverage. So they're basically daring Haines City to throw the football. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing about this Bartow defense. I mean, we didn't get to see much of it last week against Lakeland. But, man, you just, I mean, this Bartow defense, when you look at them across the front, you're not going to get much on this defense. No, and and if you get if you get to the second level, that's where you have a shot. Exactly. But this, this line has, has not hardly allowed anybody to the second level this no. year. 
Now this time we have a free safety. Well, no, take that back. It's going to be second nine for Haines City. Here's the snap to Fiedler. He wants to throw. He throws it up in the middle of the field, and it's that's over everybody's head. Oh, that's thought that was going to be a flag, and they're I lucky. Did. I did, too. Yeah, he was hanging on to him. I'm surprised they didn't get one there. Um, that was Galva on the coverage of their wide you, receiver. And you're lucky because if that if that's anybody slower than Galva, that's six points right there, guys. And that's that's where you, when you play that press coverage, I, I'm I don't know, I'm I'm really I want a safety. Give me one safety deep. Yeah, I want somebody deep. I want somebody protecting that secondary. So it's going to be third and nine for Haynes City at their own 28 yard line. Clock stops with 8:36 to play in the first quarter. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. This time, Haines City will send three wide receivers on the near side of the field, a single receiver on the far side. The quarterback is Fiedler. And Clark is playing free safety, guys. Here's the snap. Fiedler will roll to his left, looking across his body, throws, and it's going to be caught. But was he out of bounds? He dropped it. Yeah, he, he was. dropped it. Out of bounds, and he didn't hang on to it either. So fourth down now for Haines City. That quarterback really moves well, though. He's got some speed, guys. Fourth and nine for the Hornets. That'll put them in punt formation. That's going to send Murray and uh, number six. That's Hampton. Back deep to receive the kick for the Yellow Jackets. Oh. And handling punting duties. Trying to get number for Haines City. It's hard for me to see numbers. I think that's smoke. Number three and number six in the back. Made my eyes even worse. Here's the snap to the punter. Oh, he's real slow and it's very bad. I think they blocked it. Oh, Bartow touched it. Bartow touched it. Oh, my goodness. Somebody better grab that guy right by the collar and yank him off the field and have a good talk with him. It was only about an eight-yard punt. And we didn't need to be anywhere near it. And somebody tried to catch the football. I'm not going to call out a name, even though, even if I do know it. And Referees he dropped are, it. Yeah, he, he muffed the punt. And like I said, it was only eight yards. I'm not sure somebody just didn't get a hand on it. All recovered. It is Haines City's ball, and that's about the spot they needed to get for a first down. So it's first and ten Haines City following the muff punt at the uh, Haines City 38-yard line. Oh, Coach Peavy's in rare form tonight. I guess there's not a race on tonight. Tomorrow. Put in the special O. Las Vegas racing Saturday and Sunday. What time's the race on Sunday? Sunday is 1.30. Okay. Why so early out in Vegas? First and ten. Here's the snap. Bartow sending everybody up the middle. Here they come. But he got some holding going on. Got a bunch of holding going on. Tyler with a nice, looks like about 11-yard run. Yeah, there are no flags, though, and that's a first down. Into Yellow Jacket territory go the Hornets. Just across the 50-yard line, it's first and ten. Haines City in Bartow territory. That's as far as they're getting. They've seen film, and they're trying to get the edge. And right now, they're getting to the edge. That little quarterback got to the edge, and he could have run it instead of throwing it a while ago. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. We're halfway through the first quarter. Haines City with their opening possession of the ball game, just across the 50-yard line in Bartow territory. The quarterback is Fiedler. Now they got a five-man front. 
Here's the snap. They toss it on a little jet sweep, trying to bust it to the outside, and they do turn the corner. Up the field he goes at the 45, and finally brought down across the 40 to near the 38. Yeah, that, that's all they're doing is they're, the, the tackles are hooking the defensive ends, and they're not, get, they're not getting called. Uh, but what you've got to do is you've got to widen those defensive ends out just a, a half a step further because we know how fast Davis is. And for somebody to be hooking him, uh, stopping him, they got to be hooking him. That was Knight on the carry there, number six. Jamarius Knight. Another first down for Haines City. First and ten at the Bartow 37-yard line. So the Jackets using the, the edge rushing game uh, to move the ball down the field. The Hornets. The Hornets, thank you. I don't think that's going to happen, Coach. Fiedler again in the shotgun. Again, handoff. Up the middle he goes. Finds a little running room across the twenty, the 35 down to the 33. It'll be second and five. This, this is pretty good play calling by Haines City. They spread us out, and we're looking for them to, to go side to side, and they run it up the middle. A gain of five on the play by Knight. It's going to be second and five now for Haines City. Spot the ball at the 33-yard line of Bartow. Jackets in front, seven to nothing. Seven minutes to play here in the first quarter. They're up on the good part of the field now. Haines City with two receivers on the left, two receivers on the right of the formation. Fiedler in the shotgun. Knight standing right next to him. Here's the snap. And they'll give it to Knight again. Up the middle he goes. He finds a little bit of daylight. He's going to get some positive yardage, maybe three or four. It'll be third and one. Nothing fancy, Bruce. What's that? I say nothing fancy. Yeah, and, no. that, and that's no. something strange that you know we're seeing from Bartow's defense right now to give up that three or four yards against a team like Haines City. I mean, maybe against a team like Lakeland, but not not, not like a team against Haines City. Yeah, but but what they've done, they've got their eyes going in different directions right now, Mike. They you know they they were getting to the edge, getting to the edge, getting to the edge, and and now they're just running a little counter, and they get the defense to step one way, and then they got them. Timeout on the field for the uh, mandatory water break. 5.58 here in the first quarter. It is Bartow 7, Haines City nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. That's his red pen. I can't find a pen. Hey, welcome back to Haines City High School along with Bruce and Andy Edmond. Mike Ayers is down there on the Yellow Jackets sideline. I'm Jeff Thornberry. Thank you so much for joining us. 7 nothing Bartow in front of Haines City. But Haines City with the ball. They're opening drive. They're moving it down the field. They have a third and two handoff. Knight, and this time Knight is caught right at the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth down. Yeah, they'll go for it here. 
that time. Uh, that was just a slow, evolving play, which should have been a quick dive, Mike. It's like the fullback never took off. Yeah, exactly. And, and Bartow's defense, I mean, they had three guys standing right there in front of that, and there was just no way he was going anywhere on that one. So it's going to be fourth and uh, about two yeah. for Haines City at the Yellow Jacket 29-yard line. I'd be careful of a little boot right here or even throw the ball. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. The quarterback is Fiedler. He's in the shotgun, and timeout is called by the Hornets. Bartow had a great defense set up if they were going to try to throw the football. They might have been trying to call and get them all sides, too. Uh, that's a possibility. Proud to be Bartow's Air Conditioning Company. It's Citrus Air Conditioning. Complete service for your home or office with such great care. It must be Citrus Air. 534-1171. 534-1171. A lot of good games going on around tonight. Quick scoreboard update for you. Lake Gibson is leading Kathleen 7 to nothing. Lakeland is leading George Jenkins 7 to nothing. And we'll keep the 7 nothing going. Winter Haven 7 and Ridge Community nothing. I want Lakeland to put 50 on them. On who? I'm sure they will for us over with. Jenkins? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they will before it's over with. Yeah, but they got to get some penalties first. Oh, They're going to get them along the way. They probably got 40, 50 yards in that. They got seven points. And here at Haines City, it's the Yellow Jackets in front, seven to nothing as well. All right, here we go. Reset. Fourth and two for Haines City at the Yellow Jacket 27 yard line. Here's the snap. It's a low, and they get it. And they're going to be, they bust it to the outside. He's got a first down 20. Stumbles oh, at the 15. A block in the back. Oh, my goodness. Looked like they had him in the backfield. He broke free and turned the corner, ran upfield. That's a Haines City first down at yeah. the 15. They are using their speed to get to the outside. They got a lot of it. First and 10 for the Hornets. And they're going to move it at the 14. We'll call it the 14-yard line of Bartow. First and 10, Haines City. The big four for the Bartow Yellow Jackets on the defensive line. You got Davis, you got Martin, you got Bruce, and you got Bird. And right now, they're trying to figure out what they're doing wrong. But like you said, Bruce, it's deception by Haines City's part. Yes. First and ten. And timeout. A delay, delay of game. game. Delay of game against the Hornets. Well, it seems to take a long time. I know Hornets. That'll be a delay of game. Five yards. That'll back them up to the 19-yard line, where it'll be first and 15. Stops the clock at 425 to play in the opening quarter. Got the drone up there tonight again. Yeah, I saw it down here a while ago. I started to mention it. Forgot. He's right. This guy knows what he's doing. He's flying that thing. All righty, here we go. First and 15 now for Haines City. Here's the snap. They fake the jet sweep. Up the middle goes the running back, and that is Tyler. Tyler busted across the 15, down to the 10, inside the five-yard line. So, guys, with the drone thing, I, I guess the drone thing is the, is the way to go now because uh, – Fortunately, I had the, the opportunity to go to the Fort Meade Ambassador Christian game last week, and there was a drone flying over that game. So uh, I guess that's the way to go now. Yeah. It get, you know, you got you got the film upstairs, you got that camera, and then you got an overhead view. And think of what overhead views are when you're watching a pro game. 
First and goal for the Hornets at the four-yard line, and there's a flag on the play. This is going to be a procedure call against the Hornets, and that'll back them up five yards. Speaking of which, I, I just got to brag for just a moment. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but my, my stepdaughter, Olivia, goes to Fort Meade, and they had homecoming last week. And did you see the pictures of that young lady? She is a, she's Listen, a beautiful young lady. And I'm going to have to hurt somebody. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm going to have to hurt somebody. And we'll help you. I can see that in our future. There's another flag on the play, another procedure call against Haines City. That's two in a row. That's ten yards when it was first and goal at the four. Now it's going to be first and goal from the 14. Tell her, I, I keep telling her, I said, listen, I know police officers with the sheriff's department, with the local, and I said, I even know criminals. So, I mean, we can go both <laughs> ways however you want to play that game. I'd be calling the criminals. Yeah. That's probably the way I would go with it. First and fourth, first and goal for the Hornets. And this is going to be Fiedler trying to bounce to the outside. He's being pursued, and he's tripped up at the last minute by a yellow jacket. Uh, yeah, that was Jihad Number 14. Brown. Brown on the on the tackle there that that just got enough of him to bring him down. And w- once again, I mean total deception. Everything going to the left, and he just boots it to the right. Yeah, I think he tripped up in some of that sand down there because when they when he switched his leg, because if that hadn't happened, he was he was scoring. It'll be second and goal for the Hornets at the Yellow Jacket seven yard line. Fiedler listed as a freshman here in the program. He says he's 5'7", 175 pounds. Well, he looks bigger than that. He looks. Twins to the left, twins to the right. Fiedler in the shotgun, takes the snap. He fakes it. Nope, handoff. There goes Tyler up the middle, and he runs right into big number 99 and throws backwards. Yeah. Excuse me, 98. Yeah, 98. Big number 98. Yeah, I see this. You know, they run the guy in the jet sweep motion, and and then they're handing it off to the running back who just kind of comes behind him after the ball is snapped. So you got two guys. If you just have that defensive end just step up field, if they do run that jet sweep, he's going to run right into him. And It's third and goal now for the Hornets. At the uh, Yellow Jacket six-yard line. They're going side to side, guys. That's Three receivers bread and butter. On the near side, again, uh, Fiedler in the shotgun. Tyler standing next to him. Fiedler rolls to his left, looking, looking, wants to throw, fakes the throw. Now he'll sling it to the back of the end zone where there's nobody there. Yeah, he was just looking somewhere to get rid of that ball. Yeah, so, and uh, that was a smart play. Do you go for the three or do you go for the touchdown? Uh, it depends on if they have a kicker. I would go for three. Do you take the three points? It is fourth and goal from the seven. Well, we'll call it the six. Fourth and goal from the six. Looks like the offense is staying on the field. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now here comes somebody. I don't know if they got a kicker. That's the whole thing. That little guy coming on the field looks like a kicker. I don't know what they're doing. It looks like they're going to go for it, guys. Yep. They're bringing the offense on the field. Fourth and goal from the six-yard line, and now Haines City is forced to use a timeout. I mean, here's the thing. You either make Bartow travel 96 yards, you know, for a score, or, or you know, you chance the three points. Haines City calls their second timeout of the first half. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. Lakeland now up over Jenkins, ten to nothing in the first quarter. Lake Gibson over Kathleen, fourteen to nothing in the first quarter. And uh, the other game in our district tonight: Winter Haven leads Ridge Community, 
seven to nothing. That game is in Winter Haven there at Denison Stadium. Time out on the field with the uh, Haines City Hornets. And uh, Andy asked about racing. We're going to Las Vegas this weekend. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we have the Xfinity Series Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock. The Cup Stars hit the track at 1.30 is broadcast time. They'll start the race about 2.30, I guess. But uh, this is the opening round of the round of eight, right? Right. I have my truck washed by then. Yes, yeah, it's, it's still awful early for being out west. It is. Because that be like, what, uh, 11.30 they, they be starting a race out there? You my two drivers are still in it, so I'm happy camper. You can catch all the racing action uh, oh, Saturday Oh, they got Here we go. Fourth and goal for the Hornets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now they're, boy, they're moving all over the place. And they are going to go for a field goal. They're going to they're going to put the uh, the the holder down at about the I'd watch a fake 12 yard yeah. line and it's Fiedler doing the kicking. Here's a flag on the play. Fiedler got it away. Offsides, Bartow. No, let it climb at three points are good. So it's uh, the kick was good. Fiedler with a nice little Yeah, play. he's a good little athlete. So, do you take the points or the five yards against Barto? Well, you won't get five yards. You'll get uh, half the distance. Take the points. Unless you plan on going for it inside the five. They're going for it. Yep. So, we'll take the three points off the board. Move the ball inside the five-yard line to about the four, Mike. Yes, sir. Just inside the four. Right about the – right almost the three-yard line. Almost the three. So, it's fourth down and goal for the Hornets. They're running the ball. They're not going to kick now it again. Flag. The kick was good. Offsides against Bartow again. Oh, my goodness. Haines City did that motion, and Bartow jumped. Now they're going for it for sure. So they will move it half the distance to the goal again. And Mike will ask you to spot the yardage for us. It's going to be right about the two-yard line, just, just inside the two-yard line. Fourth and goal from just inside the two for Haynes City. Now they got a big fullback in, although he's going into a tight end spot. Now they're going to kick. Now they're going to kick. Why would you? Something's up. They're going to put the the tee down at the seven-yard line. Here's the kick, and this one is. No good. No good. Why Why would you not decline the previous penalty and take the three points? I have no idea what's going on. Unless, unless we saw it wrong and they actually missed the first kick. But no, the it, first one was good. first one was good. Okay, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, they wow. get the ball at 20 now, don't they? That's right. Bartu will take over first and 10 at the 20, not where the kick was, not where the last line of scrimmage was. No, it, it'll, be the, it'll be the 20. In high school football, it's the 20 on a missed. Well, that thing, where, where no, they're going to put the ball back down here just in, about the three-yard line, guys. I'll be screaming. Yeah, here we go. Ahead. Now they're going to move it up. Yeah. Uh, Eden's all the way down the field. He's down inside the 20, and he's wanting yeah, there they go. There they okay. Go. Yeah, Eden was uh, he was going to get an explanation. In high school football. We've been miss- doing this for a long time. Well, I mean, we've all been doing it for a long time, and I'm still trying to figure out why he didn't take three points and decline the penalty a while ago. I don't understand it, Mike. Especially if you knew you were going to kick the field goal anyway. 
First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own 20-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff. Up the middle goes the running back. He's trying to fight and scrap for some yardage, and he's going to get basically back to the line of scrimmage. Well, we got to get a run. We got to get a little bit of a running game going to to keep them honest. If not, they're going to those linebackers are going to pin their ears and they're going to come every time. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Quickly to the line. I get them to jump off sides. Right and here. they did. Actually, they're going to call dead ball, sideline warning against Bartow. That's going to uh, yep. be uh, another one. That's uh, is that fifteen yards? So Bartow with their second sideline warning in the Five first yards. quarter. Uh, Eden was past the 25-yard 20, line. You can't do that. Unless you're mad. Because, see, he's way past it again. Yeah. Now he was just – so where can he be? Uh, he's got to be inside the 25-yard line. It's going to be second and 15 here for the Yellow Jackets. Now the quarterback Johnson in the shotgun, empty backfield, and Haynes City jumps. Well, they get that five yards back. It has been a flag fest in this first quarter. Oh my gosh, we talked about Lakeland and the penalties last week, but we gotta we gotta play a little little better disciplined ball here, guys. I mean, it just you can't give and take all these yardage. All right, we're back to second and ten now for the Yellow Jackets. Again, empty backfield, five receivers in the pattern for Bartow. We got six defensive backs, guys. Here's the snap. They set up a little wide receiver screen. They've completed it to a Butler. He's going to have a first down. Corey Butler crosses the 30. That's going to be a yellow jacket first down. Yeah, you saw that wide receiver just turn and immediately come, start coming to the inside. I thought it was a little short, but they're calling it a first down. I'm glad I was wrong. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. The ball just across the 30-yard line. One ten left here in the opening quarter. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Yellow Jacket football. Bartow in front of Haines City. Seven to nothing. Quarterback Johnson. Blake Johnson for the Yellow Jackets. Takes the snap. And he wants to throw. Looking, looking. Under some pressure. He's, he's going to go uh, down. He's going to go down at the 22-yard line. Uh Thomas didn't know he was throwing the ball. He was wide open at the 35-yard line and didn't know, uh, excuse me, uh, that was uh, Taylor. Taylor didn't know he was throwing the football. He was blocking downfield. A loss of about 10 on the play. It's going to be second and 20 here for the Yellow Jackets. Going to be the final play of the first quarter here. Johnson in the shotgun. Two receivers left, two receivers right. They need to hurry. Here's the snap. And Johnson wants to throw a little fade route looking for Taylor. And Taylor. Oh. And don't get any more pass interference. That's offensive pass interference. Taylor pushed the defender in the back. And he didn't need to. The ball was well overthrown. Stops the clock with 11 seconds here in the first quarter. That's going to be offensive pass interference. Offensive pass interference against the Yellow Jackets. Oh, this is really an ugly game so far, guys. Yep. So it'll be second down, and and they'll march off the penalty against the Yellow Jackets. Actually, they're going to decline the penalty, Bruce. Make it third down, third and 20. Yeah. 
Johnson again in the uh, little pistol formation here. Smith in the ball game at tight end. Now there's another flag on the play. Whistles will stop this one. I don't see a call just yet. It's going to be is that an equipment thing, Mike? Looks like it might have been equipment. Uh, the, the official just picked the ball up and he stepped back about two yards. So I don't know if it maybe it might have been ball placement where they placed might the ball have, at. Might have been spotted. Thank you, Mike. Third and 20 for the Yellow Jackets. Ball at their own 22-yard line. Now we're set. Johnson in the shotgun. Haines City showing some pressure. Here's the snap. And again, whistles will stop this play. I think the guard moved. Too many men in motion. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, too many men. Bartow calls a timeout with seven seconds left. Might get over this first quarter yet. So we got what? Let's see. I don't know. How is this clock? Is this is this seven tenths? Seven hundredths? What is this? It looks like seven seconds. Or is it seven seconds? I don't know. I can't see it, so I can't help you out. We've had the worst luck with scoreboards this yeah, year. Yeah, we have. At the end of the first quarter, it is Lakeland 10, George Jenkins nothing. Lake Gibson 21, Kathleen nothing. And Winter Haven over Ridge, seven to nothing. Oops, Lakeland just scored again at seventeen to nothing. <laughs> That's a quick scoreboard update for you there. Reminder: Coming up at halftime, we have the SEC football report for you. Get you ready for all the uh, action in the Southeastern Conference this weekend. Gators are in Columbia tomorrow. Take on South Carolina. I believe the Seminoles are off. No, they play North Carolina. North Carolina, thank you. All right, here we go. Third and 20. plays North Carolina. Oh. Third and 20. Here's the snap. Under some pressure is Johnson, and he's going to be sacked again. Lost his helmet and everything on that play. Well, they got a punt regardless. Johnson sacked again, so it's fourth down and forever. So Bartu will have to punt here. There's no time left on the clock, so we assume they will open the second quarter with a yellow jacket punt. Your score after one, it is Barto seven and Haines City nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Haines City High School. Tonight, the Yellow Jackets are taking on the Hornets, the final regular season district contest. For both of these teams, Bartow 2-0 in the district. Haines City at 1-1. Bartow controls their their own fate, win, and they are district champions. And now they're... Um, Bartow's facing a fourth Valentine and about... running off the field. 
he obviously doesn't have something. He's missing some gear or something. But uh, Rosa is listening, and she says, go Jackets, go Yellow Jackets. And uh, I saw her son and grandson this past weekend. So on Mullis. Now, Mullis will be on now to, to handle the punting duties. On the uh, just now getting the uh, second quarter underway with this this play, Mullis he has it, he kicks it, nice high kick. It's going to bounce right about the 45 yard line. Take a good yellow jacket bounce into Hornet territory and out of bounds at the 47 yard line. Cop made a good scoop. Oh, he threw the ball. Oh, it almost hit the official in the head. He wasn't looking. I guess if you're a cop, you can do that. If he says anything, just cuff him. Probably the school resource <laughs> officer, yeah. That was a pretty throw, though. Yeah. And Why are the officials? The officials are still running into the kicker. No, we'll take we'll take the ball. We'll take the ball where it's at. There was a flag for running into the kicker. A roughing the kicker would be an automatic first. Yeah, but, I mean, they got him. On their side of the football, I don't think you kick this again. No, I don't either. I think they're still discussing it, what to do here. Running into the kicker, declined. First and 10, Haines City at their own 47-yard line. So do we determine, do we determine if uh, who's playing North Carolina this weekend? Miami. Miami is? Uh, Syracuse plays the Seminoles. Thank you, Kimmy. Kimmy is uh, not only is she working the board, she's crack staff. Yeah. A la Coral. Tom wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Get him up, boy. Get him up. <laughs> he might be listening. Speak, speaking of Miss Coral, she's listening too. Yeah. I just got I got a I got a message from her. So nice to have our. Folks out in New Mexico listening tonight. Uh, Arizona, isn't she? Arizona? I think it's New Mexico. Oh, I, don't I don't know. She's way out west anyway. Yeah, and enjoying herself. First and 10 for Haines City. Here's the snap, and it's Tyler again. Tyler brought down it at the 50-yard line. Davis uh, waited on him and grabbed him as he went by. Sean Tyler, took about three yards with second out and seven. Gain of about three on the play. It will be second and seven. I got my buddy Chuck Moyer and his wife, Javon. They're listening over in Sefton tonight. We're getting around tonight. Yeah. And it's confirmed it's New Mexico for Miss Coral. New Mexico. I don't Sec- know why I thought it was Arizona. Well, Sec- it's, all, it's all cactus. Second down. Here's the snap. Tyler tries to bounce to the outside. This time the Jackets get good penetration. And he's going to lose a couple. Now a flag comes in late. Got to be against Bartow coming in like that. But uh, that time Bartow had great pursuit. It's going to be a helmet-to-helmet contact. That's going to be against Bartow. Well, that's going to get him a first down, but I really like the pursuit that time. They didn't bite on anything. They, they watched the flow and then made... Uh, went to the direction the ball was going. Because this is all smoke and mirrors what uh, Haines City is doing, and they're doing a very good job of it. 
Yeah, and, and the thing about it, they're, they're, they're making it work. I mean, they're they're getting yardage down the field. I mean, yeah. they're, they're making it work. So yeah, until we, we, Bartow stops it, they're gonna. They, they, why not continue? First and 10 for the Hornets, and they get another handoff play. This is Tyler again. Tyler across the 35, big cloud of dust, and he's down to the 34-yard line. Yeah. yeah, when you say five yards in a cloud of dust, you really mean it here. Second and five here now for Haines City. Harto in front, seven to nothing. Haines City into Yellow Jacket territory for the second time tonight. Second and five from the Yellow Jacket 34-yard line. Quarterback is Fiedler. He's again in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a straight quarterback draw. Up the middle he goes with some nice nifty feet. He crosses the 30, crosses the 25, and he's got another Hornet first down. Yeah, and the one thing he does the first time he feels contact, he spins, and... Uh, so far, we've held on to him. First and 10 for the Hornets. The ball right at the 25-yard line of Bartow. Nothing fancy. Just give me the ball and let me go. Yeah, when he takes that direct snap like that, he just kind of dances through there, and he's able to pick up six, seven yards. He's a good athlete. There's no two ways about it. Fiedler again in the shotgun. A single receiver to the left, a single receiver to the right for the Hornets. Here's the snap, and handoff. Tyler up the middle. Tyler goes across the 20. Tyler brought down near the 18, 19. We'll call it the 19-yard line. It's up to the 19-yard line. It's going to be second. He gained gained six on the play, second and four. And this coach for Haines City is very, very good, guys. It's no wonder they've been playing. They might have a losing record, but they've been playing teams close, and they came prepared tonight. Second and four for the Hornets at the Yellow Jacket 19-yard line. Fiedler again in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Handoff again. Tyler, a little cross-action play, a little off-tackle to the right side. He crosses the 15 near the 14-yard line, and it's going to be a first down. Yeah, and this is a situation where that time Clark was getting pushed downfield. He's got to get hands on that, on that offensive guy. He can use his hands and throw him off. First and 10 for the Hornets at the Yellow Jacket 14-yard line. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. 8.35 left here in the first half. Single receiver to the left, a single receiver to the right for Haynes City. Fiedler in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off, and again, it's Knight this time. He crosses the 10, plunges to the 9-yard line. Yeah, and, you know, that's Stanley and, and Bird making the tackle. Or, or No, that was... It was Martin on 88? Yeah. Martin, Jeremiah Martin. And um, so he's dragging Martin five yards down the field. We haven't seen that happen this year. Second and five for the Hornets. The ball resting at the Yellow Jacket nine-yard line. Mike, they can get a first down by reaching the about the three. Yes, sir. Fiedler again, the quarterback for the Hornets. He's in the shotgun. Everybody else is in tight. Here's the snap. And a handoff again. This is going to be Tyler. This time he's met at the 10-yard line and thrown backwards. And that's big number 98 bird on the tackle there. Yeah, that's a great job. Uh, Murray comes up and helps out as well. 
So they're going to lose maybe a yard. It'll be third and, we'll call it third and five, right about the 10-yard line. Hey, guys, got a special treat for you guys tonight. So if we can just hang on for like 30 seconds at halftime, we're actually going to get the Bartow High School cheerleaders to introduce themselves tonight. Oh, wow. We're just going to run down the line, let them announce their names, but we need about 30 seconds if you guys can give us that. We're going to get these girls and guys on, on the radio tonight. 100% we can do that. Here we go, third and five, handoff. Tyler up the middle. He's close to the five-yard line, and he fouls him the end zone. He pushed the whole pile into the end zone. Is that a touchdown? No, just short. They're going to rule him down just about the one-yard line. That'll be a first down, though. First and goal for Haynes City. I thought he was initially stopped the line, but he pushed that pile forward. A little tush-push happening? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, I, I want to know whether or not you can uh, uh, run that fast. Listen, nobody said I was going to run that fast. Oh, okay. but I mean, we're, I told her, I said, let's put them up 14 and 14 on each side, and let's go for it. First and goal for the Hornets at the one-yard line. Fiedler in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Knight. Knight is caught in the backfield, but he plows forward, keeps those legs churning. He's, He's in. in for a touchdown. That was number. That was Tyler, number two, on the little one-yard touchdown plunge. To, we're within an f- extra point of tying this ball game up. If they dec- declined that uh, penalty at the other end of the field, they would be uh, ahead right now. Yeah, right? It's going to send on the extra point. We'll got the swinging gate again. Yep. Offset from where the ball is. And they can snap this ball. And they do. They want to throw it. Feeder to the quarterback. Throws it. He's got a two-point conversion. It's good. I thought he was out of bounds. I guess I was wrong. Haynes City in front, 8-7. to seven. Seven. After the good two-point conversion, the pass complete from the quarterback, Fiedler, they fa- he found McQueen in the end zone. From that swinging gate, you yeah, hardly ever yeah. see him snap it from that. And, and what they do is they, they have the offensive line lined up uh, about uh, five, six feet away from the football on the line of scrimmage. And so then it's the quarterback, the center, uh, the tailback, and a receiver over here on the right side. And they just ran a little out pattern to the receiver, and the corner got caught looking uh, into the backfield. So Haines City in front of Bartow, 8-7. And Haines City will uh, kick off here. 6-18 left here in the first half. The uh, staff at Lawrence Plumbing, they extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets on their football campaign this year. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Polk County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs, everything from a complete installation to a plug drain. And, Bruce, they do the dirty work. They sure do. Here is the kickoff by Haynes City. It's going to be a nice deep kick all the way now to the 7-yard line taken there by the Yellow Jackets. Across 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's got some daylight. He's at the 40-yard line on the sideline and knocked out of bounds near the 45. Yeah, that was a good good run that time by Taylor as he just he caught the ball at about the 3-yard line and just and just headed for the sideline at an angle and had some good blocks upfield and gets Bartow with some good field position to start off. So Bartow, uh, not much on their 
latest possessions. On their opening possession, they had a nice drive, which capped off with a big 42-yard touchdown run by Blake Johnson, the quarterback. But since then, Blake's been sacked a couple times. Yeah. And uh, haven't got much going. So Yeah, got to run the football a little bit. Got to get some respect because uh, the um, Haines City is not res- uh, they're not respecting the run at all or the pass at all. First Pat- and go ahead. First and ten for the Jackets at their their own forty six yard line. Johnson in the shotgun. Johnson will take it. He'll hand it off, and that is Tom, uh, Thomas. Jace Thomas, who tries to turn the corner, he's going to get maybe two or three on the play. It'll be second down and about seven. And uh, Pat Pittman is uh, keep playing with fire. You've been, you eventually get burnt. That's right, Pat Pittman, our uh, our announcer at, Bar- at Bartow at at our home games. Yeah, Pat, and we'll be back home next week. In fact, the next two games to close out the regular season are home at Bartow Memorial Stadium. We play the Sebring Blue Streaks next Friday night. And then we have an off week. Uh, the, the 29th will be the off week. And then we're back home to wrap up the regular season the first Friday in November to take on the Lake Wales Highlanders in the traditional Highway 60 rivalry. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. See if we have a chance to uh, check that scoreboard for you. We can update the scores. Uh, Winter Haven over Ridge now 14 to nothing. Frostproof leads Mulberry 7 to 6 in the first half. It is George, uh, uh, excuse me. How did Mulberry get six points? Lake Gibson 28, Kathleen nothing. Lakeland over Jenkins 24 nothing. Winter Haven now 21 nothing over Ridge. <laughs> and for a frostproof seven, Mulberry six at the Phosphate Bowl. What was that? Frostproof seven, Mulberry six. Okay. Mosquitoes got them six points for them. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be second and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. The ball right about the Bartow 48-yard line. And our buddy Garth Washington from 555 football back from his uh, his college reunions saying uh, he's he's listening and sounding good but we wish we had a better game to be calling jackets with the ball we're ready to go following the uh, timeout quarterback blake johnson where's number 18 standing right next to him is thomas here's the snap they'll fake it to thomas and giving way johnson wants to throw he does but is out of bounds incomplete tried to find thomas on the far side of the field yeah. Again, Johnson, not much time to throw. No. He was throwing on run though. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't. I don't understand why uh, the defensive end they, they're running a four-man front. Why he's getting such quick penetration? It it makes no sense to me right now. So it is now third and seven for the Yellow Jackets. Taylor here on the near side, two receivers on the far side. That is going to be that's going to be a Thomas and Butler on the far side. Jason Williams lines up as a slot receiver. Here's the snap. Empty backfield. They want to set up a screen. Now the field they go looking for Jason Williams. Got He's it. got it at the 20-yard line. Jason Williams breaks a tackle. He's in for a touchdown. Got a flag down. There's right. a flag at midfield. Oh no. 
Referees are not moving. Illegal man downfield against Bartow. Oh. It didn't take that play long to develop, did it? Yeah, it took a while. Coming back. Golly. So that wipes out the the 52-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, because he was rolling out to his right, then he came back to his his left to the center, and I thought he was throwing it away, and then he threw a beautiful pass that hit uh, Williams right in stride, and Williams breaks a tackle at about the 10-yard line and and goes into the end zone off or not. So a five-yard penalty marched off against the Yellow Jackets will make it third and 14. Bartow will call a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. Haines City 8, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. It is third and 15 here for the Yellow Jackets at their own 43-yard line. Here's the snap. Johnson looks back. He wants to throw. He's under some pressure, and he's slung down at the tw- at the 35-yard line. Threw him right in the sand pit there. Haynes mm. said he had six defensive backs, guys. Six defensive backs. And they get to the quarterback. That's going to put Bartow in punt formation. And number 15, Valentine, on to handle the punting duties for the Yellow Jackets. Taylor is, uh, excuse me, Tyler. No, it's going to be Knight. Excuse me, Knight is back deep to receive the kick for Haines City. They need another player. Yep, we're missing one. Here comes a Yellow Jacket on to join the formation. I wouldn't worry about it. If you get five yards here, you got five yards. It's uh, fourth and about 17. Here's the snap. And KJ kicks it down the field. It's going to bounce at the 35-yard line. Picked up by the receiver at the 35, and he's not going any further than that. Brought down at the 30-yard line. Yeah, good job. Is Knight. That was uh, 42. That's Pope. Now, buddy Pope. Yep. Turns off at the 30-yard line. Bruce, Land the Pope. Bruce, you were talking about our friend a while ago, uh, uh, Coach Garth, out of 555. Tomorrow, they're playing at home. Is their homecoming game, and they'll be playing Eustis Panthers out at the 555 complex tomorrow. Well, I heard so the some- Little League have a homecoming tomorrow. I, I heard something about that. Eustis, uh, we played them. We did a home and home with them in high school, and my word, that was it seemed like forever. And you talk about in the Poduck country, <laughs> made Alturas Al- look like a metropolis. Wow. 
First and ten for the Hornets at their own 30-yard line. Here's they the don't snap have enough men on the scrimmage. Here's the snap, and that's going to be Tyler. Tyler's brought down at the 24-yard line. Mike, they got the, the, the guard and the tackle were not even on the line of scrimmage. No, absolutely not. I thought they were kind of lined up back, a little further back. And They're going to give them four yards. It'll be second down and six here for Haines City. Clock runs at 325 left here in the first quarter in the first half. And it is Haines City 8, Bartow 7. Fiedler is your quarterback for the Hornets. Brings his offense to the line of scrimmage. Bruce are doing it again. Here's the snap. Oh, direct snap up the middle, and that's Fiedler. Fiedler with across the 40. He's got a first down. Boy, he can move. Yeah, he's just running right by people. Fielder with a quarterback keeper, a first down for the Hornets all the way out to the 47-yard line of Haines City. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Less than three minutes to play in the first half. Fielder gets the play from the sideline. Lakeland now up 31 to nothing over Jenkins. Hmm. First and 10 for the Hornets. Here's the snap. Again, Fiedler, direct snap. He's tried the middle, bounces to the outside. He's got some daylight over there. And up the sideline he goes. He's going to get a first down. Nice little improvisation there. Yeah, it was. He brought everybody to the inside. The receivers came to the inside, so that means the men that are running, they're running man coverage on the corners, and he runs them right out of the play. And a couple of Bartow defensive guys run over each other on the other side of there. They're going to actually mark him short, so it's not a first down. He stepped out of bounds at the at the 45 of the Yellow Jacket, so it's going to be second down and about two for Haines City. Does stop the clock with 2.21 to play in the first half. Yeah, Jack Jack says he misses Coach Garth. I, I remember those days well. Here we go on a second and two for Haines City at the Bartow 45-yard line. Haines City in front, 8-7 to seven on a successful two-point conversion. Fiedler is the quarterback. Here's the snap. They're going to hand off Tyler. Tyler is hit at the line of scrimmage and brought down, but he probably fell forward enough to get the first. going to be really close if he's not on it. Depending on the spot, let's see what they say. It's going to be short by about a half a yard. He's going to be short, guys. Third down. Two minutes left here in the first half. What they're what they're running is they've got a single wing formation, and as soon as the ball snaps, that wing, he runs right to the center and cuts up field. So he's like it's like a center and another center blowing a hole up the field. Watch him. See, he's, it's working. He's, he's facing towards us. Third and inches. Here's the snap. Handoff Tyler. Tyler turns the corner. He's got a first down, but not much more. It'll be first down Haines City at the Yellow Jacket 43-yard line. It's a first down. That'll stop stop the clock long enough for them to move the chains. And only a minute 30 left. There goes the clock. Haines City wanting to use all this time they can and just keep Bart away from the ball and maybe 
I don't I don't know why they want to use all the time they can. They want to score. They want to score. I'd be running it down the field as quick as I could. I mean, and, and they've had success at moving the ball, so, I mean, why would you not? Why aren't you hurrying? First and 10 for the Hornets. They're respotted at the 42-yard line. First and 10 at the 42. Again, Fiedler in the shotgun. Here's the snap. And, again, handoff to Tyler. Right up the gut. He goes. He's got a lot of daylight now. Across the 35, across the 30, brought down to the 29. First down for the Hornets. Now they got to hurry. 51 seconds left. How many? 51. 51. I don't know how many timeouts I have left. Clock runs. We're at 45 seconds. And now Haines City will call their, I think this is their final timeout. Timeout by the Hornets. 41 seconds to play in the first half. Haines City with the lead, 8-7, and they have a first and 10 at the Yellow Jacket 30-yard line. Coach is very upset with somebody. Scoreboard update for you. Frostproof 7, Mulberry 6. Lakeland is 31 over Jenkins, nothing. Lake Gibson 28, Kathleen nothing. And Winter Haven over Ridge 28 to nothing. So... Pretty much what we expected yeah. around Polk County tonight. Reminder, next week the Bartow Yellow Jackets return to Bartow Memorial Stadium to take on the Sebring Blue Streaks next Friday night. Kickoff is 7.30. Our pregame show starts at 7 next Friday night. Hope you can join us. And this weekend, racing from Las Vegas. The NASCAR Xfinity Series, Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock, and then the Cup Series broadcast starts at 1.30 Saturday afternoon. The opening round of the uh, the round of eight. Bruce, is Haley going to be racing in that race, or she's starting the Infinity next year? Next year. Okay. First in 10, following the timeout by the Hornets. Here's the snap, handoff, and that is Tyler. Tyler left, right. He dropped the ball. Ball's he dropped the, the ball. Bartow's got it. Yep, covered by Bartow. I believe that was Murray. Murray. The first turnover of the night goes in favor of the Yellow Jackets. I think it was Stanley that knocked the ball loose. He come, he came by and caught him with an elbow right on the football. Marta will take the ball here with 34 seconds left in the first half. Face mask. Face mask was called against the Hornets. Victory Christian 7, Lakeland Christian 3. And Mulberry now leads Frostbrew 14 to 7. What? Oh my gosh. Did Mulberry bring their, var- their JV league? Oh, today? it's Coach PV. He needs a nap. Just when you've heard it, all. and Lake Wales over Gateway 35 to nothing. All right, here we go. First and 10. Johnson with the ball for the Yellow Jackets. Sets up a little screen in the middle. They've got it to uh, Himes. Himes across the 35 near the 40-yard line before he was knocked out of bounds. Yeah, good, well-set-up play. They tried to run that play earlier, and they uh, they caught uh, Haines City in a blitz, and it didn't work. That time it, it worked perfectly. They get out of bounds, stop the clock. 26 seconds left in the first half. Bartow, first and 10 from their own. 39-yard line. Three receivers on the right. Single receiver on the near side. That's Galva. 
Himes is the running back standing right next to the quarterback, Johnson. Here's the snap. Johnson drops straight back, wants to set a little fade route to Galva. Galva's got it. Did he catch it? Got to get him for interference again, though. The pass is incomplete. He caught it out of bounds, but there is a flag on that pattern. And Galva pushed off of him. But I don't know if they're going to. Yep. Yeah, I think the police officer on that side was kind of helping him out with that call. It is going to be pass interference against the Yellow Jackets. Looks like pass interference against the Yellow Jackets. So it was second and 10, 21 seconds. Haynes City will, will accept this penalty and back him up five. I, Yeah. Yeah, any, anytime you see extension uh, from the arm from the receiver, they're going to get him for that push off. So they will march off the penalty here against Bartow. 21 seconds left in a lengthy first half. Yeah. Looks like we're going to have both marching bands performing at halftime, so that's good news. Stand by also, we're going to meet our world champion, Bartow Yellow Jacket cheerleaders, in just a few moments. They're on the sideline over there. Mike is going to pass the microphone around. We get to hear their names. First and 20 here for Bartow. Here's the snap. Johnson empties the backfield, sets up a screen. It's Johnson. Oh, Taylor in and out of his hands. Oh, and that went up in the air, too, guy. He jumped for the football, and this is one thing that just frustrates me to no end. You jump when you don't need to jump. And it's a it's a mechanism in your head, and, and I'm not blaming him because there's a thousand people that do it. They jump when they don't need to jump. It comes off his fingertips and could have easily been a pick six. Stops the clock with 17 seconds, and now Johnson will just take a knee and wrap up the first half. And I would not want to be in that locker room at halftime. I don't think they have locker rooms. Yeah, I agree. All right, the clock winds down 13-10. It's 8-7 to in favor of the hometown Haines City Hornets. The world champion cheerleaders. Absolutely. This is, go- this is exciting. It is, Mike. Guys, we don't hardly ever get this opportunity to do this because Coach Jolliffe always has these young girls and guys working because this is our national championship cheerleaders. But what we're going to do is we're going to start down here on my right, and we're going to allow these cheerleaders to introduce themselves. So I'm just going to pass the mic off. And uh, here are your world champion Bartow cheerleaders. Hi, my name is Lola. Hi, I'm Sky. Hi, I'm Jaden. Hi, I'm Gianna. Hi, I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Addison. Hi, I'm Ziggy. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Kimonti. Hi, I'm Brooke. Hi, I'm Serenity. Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Mary Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Mia. What's up? I'm Zach. Hey, I'm Oscar. Hey, I'm Zay. Hi, I'm Hayes. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Hi, I'm Ferris. Hey, I'm Henry. Hi, I'm Olivia. Hi, I'm Catalina. I'm Chevelli. Hi, I'm Michaela. Hi, I'm Ariana. Hi, I'm Angie. Hi, I'm Coach Shelf. Let's go, Bartow. There you go, guys. There's your national championship Bartow cheerleaders, guys. We don't get that many. We really don't get that opportunity with these girls because, like I said, Coach Shelf always has them working. So that was there they fan- are. That was fantastic. Mike, you do tremendous work on that sideline, young man. I appreciate you getting those cheerleaders on the Air Force. That was fantastic. I'm sure the folks that listen, you know, we always talk about the football players and everybody else. But, like I said, Coach Shelf always has these girls and guys working. We need to give them the, the, the credit, too. Absolutely, Mike. Good job. Your score at halftime, Haynes City 8, Bartow 7. We'll send it back to the studios for the SEC Football Report. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. 
Welcome back to Haines City High School. We are at halftime of tonight's contest here between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Haines City Hornets. We've had two touchdowns in the ball game uh, tonight, one by each team. Bartow got on the board first, scored a 42-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Blake Johnson. The extra point by Mullis was good. In the second quarter, Haines City with a one-yard touchdown run by Tyler and they converted on a two-point conversion, and that's uh, the difference in the ballgame right now. Eight to seven, Haines City over Bartow. The uh, Haines City High School Marching Band performed their halftime show. Bartow is now on the field performing their halftime show as well. Both teams are in the end zones going through their warm-ups. While we have a moment, let's take a look here at the uh, scoreboard update for you. Winter Haven is leading Ridge Community 28 to nothing. That's the other game that's going on tonight in our district. Let me check that. Winter Haven now at halftime. Just got an update. Winter Haven at the half is leading 35 to nothing. So that'll be a running clock. Also a running clock at halftime. Lakeland 38. George Jenkins nothing. In the third quarter now, it's Victory Christian 7. Lakeland Christian 3. Also at the half, Mulberry 14, Frostproof 7. Lake Wales is leading Gateway 35 to nothing. That is also going to be a running clock. I heard that. Lake Gibson leading Kathleen 28 to nothing. And that is also a halftime score as well. Here at Haines City High School, it is the Hornets in front of the Yellow Jackets 8 to 7 as the Yellow Jacket marching band plays on the uh, field. We're going to rejoin Bruce and Andy and Mike. They're coming back for the second half. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull a bar to on their inventory. But uh, most RV equals are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. The Bartow High School Marching Band just wrapping up their halftime performance. Bruce, we saw a little more of the show tonight. Yeah. And, boy, Ekman was down there doing his thing. I tell you what, it was it was really incredible. They they rocked uh, the whole way. They did three songs uh, and uh, just really a lot of power and a lot of force when they all gathered together. And Ekman was down there. He was coaching them the whole way. He was, you know, telling them to get their horns up and stuff. It was, it was really cool to watch. And, and uh, we, you know, we watched from afar. And uh, tonight I was able to sit outside and kind of watch it. And it was it was beautiful. So we're about ready to get this third quarter underway. Both teams have returned to uh, their sidelines. And, uh, Bruce, uh, two touchdowns in the ballgame. That's it. One by each team. But the two-point conversion is the difference in the ballgame tonight. What does Bartow need to do here in the second half? Well, they got to settle down on defense uh, is what they got to do. They're, they're, they're basically overplaying the play, if I can, if I can 
paint a picture of it. You know, they're they're seeing motion go one way, and everybody's going with that motion, and Haines City's just kind of cutting it back the other way. And it's almost like a keto uh, in a jujitsu type thing where you use all your momentum against them. And once their momentum is going one way, you take it the other way, and now it's so hard for 11 kids to turn back. And I think uh, what they're going to have to do is they're going to, basically, if you're running gap positions, you need to ride, like if you're over the guard, you need to ride that guy right on his butt. If he's going to his left, you ride his butt and look in the backfield and see what's coming back your way. So I think be a little less aggressive trying to get everybody in the backfield and let's just follow the play and get them at the line of scrimmage. Barto uh, will kick off here to uh, start the third quarter. So Haines City will get the ball to start the third quarter, so we'll immediately see those defensive adjustments here uh, on this open this opening series. Kaysen Mullen says it all teed up at the 40-yard line, and we're ready to get the second half here underway as we approach uh, 9 o'clock. Reminder, you're listening to WWBF Barto. FM 102.9, FM 97.1, and AM 1130. Thank you for joining us, along with Mike Ayers. He's down there on the Yellow Jackets sideline. you got Bruce and Andy Edmond here in the booth, and I'm Jeff Thornburg. We thank you so much for uh, tuning us in tonight. And uh, shaping it to be a lot closer game than maybe a lot of folks thought. Yeah, but, I mean, Haines City came to play. And, you know, Bartow might have been thinking championship. You know, they might have think, thought they could walk in here and do this. Yeah, they're kids. And so they, I'm sure they got a pretty good adjustment at halftime. I will talk to Mike and get his opinion on that. And uh, we'll see what happens on this kickoff. I see you talked to the uh, police officer. Past- yeah, he was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Kaysen Mullis has it all teed up for the Yellow Jackets. And there he goes down the field. Nice high deep kick. It's going to sail deep into Whoa. the end zone for a touchback. That was six, seven yards deep. Yeah, Bruce, just to touch on what you were saying there, Coach Eden did have a few choice words for the guys at halftime. You know, he said, this is what a championship game is. You thought you were just going to walk in here. You thought you had this. He said, this is one game at a time. He said, you've got to reel that back in and think put about think about what you're doing here. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, and especially after taking a whipping like they, like they took last week, they should know that, that on any night you can be beaten. And... Uh, it, it just depends on your mentality and what adjustments you make. And the guys upstairs should be seeing the same thing we're seeing, and they should be relaying it down to the coaches and let them make some changes. Uh, I, I don't know if I would play so tight on these receivers, maybe soften them up, or at least go to a full cover two look. First and ten for the Haines City Hornets from their own 20-yard line. Handoff. Tyler up the middle he goes. We've seen this all night long. He's yeah. going to get about two or three. Yeah, and that's the thing that you got to do. That, that, that weak side linebacker, I mean, he's free to go to the football. So if he's chasing that guy to the right and he cuts back to the left, he's overrun the play. So what you've got to do is you've just got to kind of hold your ground and, and let the play develop, and then you go attack. And these linebackers are going to be the key to stopping this defense. If they get two yards a pop, they got a punt. And they do get about about two and a half. We'll call it second down and, and a good seven here for the Hornets. 
opening drive here of the third quarter. In the shotgun is the quarterback, Fiedler. He'll hand it, try to get a jet sweep going with uh, Tyler. He breaks one tackle on the line of scrimmage, and, boy, he almost broke that one. He's going to get a Hornet first down at the 35. Yeah, and, and Hampton has played great football all year, guys, but that time he has a chance to attack. And when the guard pulls and comes out on him, he kind of lets the guard push him out of the play. He's quick enough. He can sidestep that guard and step right in. And uh, it's the little things right now. First and 10 for the Hornets at their own 33-yard line. Fiedler is the quarterback for the Hornets. He wears number 12, listed as a freshman on our roster. Yeah, I gave that cop the business about throwing the football. He was pretty cool about it. He was, he was, he was laughing. Yeah. Fiedler in the shotgun, put one man in motion, and they're going to give it to that man. That's Knight, tries to turn the corner. He's caught, and that is going to be uh, Brown, who makes the tackle kind of behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that was a really good job by Brown. He's coming from that safety spot. No gain on the play. It'll be second and ten for Haynes City. They're in the real sandy part of the field now, the, the most worn part mm-hmm. of the field here. Well, like, went last week from the AstroTurf or the nice yeah. prescription turf of Lakeland <laughs> to, to here. Yeah, that is a, that's a big difference. They got one deep safety. I do like that. That way if the quarterback tries to scramble, he can just read the quarterback's eyes. And a flag will stop this play as Bartow is going to be called for offsides. How are they? Yellow Jackets. But he said he lined up offsides, Mike. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. And, and you see the coach talking to him right now about it. I mean, he, say, listen, he just had his hand on the ground, and he just, I guess he just didn't realize where he was at on the ball. Well, that's the little things in a tight game like this that will beat you. And those are the little things we haven't done all year. Five-yard penalty marched off against the Yellow Jackets. Make it second and five now at the Haines City 37-yard line. Fiedler, the quarterback, will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. A single receiver to the left, a single receiver to the right. Everybody else kind of bunched in tight. Yeah, Bartow's going with three linebackers now. But one man, the ball's on the ground. The ball is on the ground. And he was smart just to to jump on the football. Fiedler was the one who got back on the ball, but... uh, couldn't tell if that was a bad snap or just a Yeah, it was a low snap. Low snap. He okay. went down uh, with his left hand to try to scoop it up, almost like last week, and, and uh, he just went down and fell on it when he couldn't get a handle on it. But Bartow playing three linebackers with a safety over the top. So they'll lose that five yards they got on the penalty. It'll be back to third and ten now for Haynes City. Number 20, Burgess, is that, is that deep safety that you talked about, Bruce? Mario Burgess. And now in third and long, it looks like they may, they're dropping Brown back. Third and ten for the Hornets at their own. And now Haynes oh, City's all confused. They have to burn a timeout. Coach is not happy about something. Timeout on the field, 8.28 to play here in the third quarter. Haynes City 8, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford, and the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. 
Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. All righty, third and ten here for the Haynes City Hornets following the timeout. Fiedler calls for the ball, hands it to Tyler. Tyler, he's got some running room with the middle. Tyler with a first down at near the 45 for Haynes City. Yeah, Dang that's, it. That's something that Bartow is just really going to have to tighten up on. That defense is going to have to come up. I mean, he there was several missed tackles in that, and he was stopped at the line of scrimmage, but they just could not wrap him up. First and 10 for the Haines City Hornets at their own 45-yard line. Haines City in front, 8-7. to seven. He hits that hole going full speed, Mike. I mean, he he's not looking to cut. He's hitting that hole going full speed, and it's hard even for our big line to get a hold on of him and stop him. Fiedler in the shotgun, takes a snap. It's a well, low, yeah. and the ball is on the ground again, and it messes up the timing, and Tyler is caught behind the line of scrimmage. That's not co- recovered by the Hornets. Yeah, like you were talking about, I mean, if he can hit that hole, when he hits that hole and he's untouched, he has enough speed to where he, when he goes through there, the secondary really has to be keying on him hot or else he's going to be 15 yards down the field before you know it. Yeah, and the linebackers aren't conversion. Exactly. They'll lose two on the uh, little fumbled handoff exchange there, so second and 12 here for Haynes City. Backs it up to their own 43-yard line. Fiedler again, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. In the shotgun, here's the snap. He wants to throw, he does. He gets it complete out to the near side, breaks one tackle, up the field he goes. He breaks another tackle, he's in the clear. He's headed for the end zone. Can he be caught from behind? And the answer is no, that's a Hornet touchdown. He was missed. I mean, there was three misses right there. I mean, you had the back that was reading that all the way, and he just absolutely checked up and missed the tackle. Yeah, he just, he just... The, the wide receiver, when the ball was snapped, the wide receiver backs up and turns to the quarterback. The quarterback throws it immediately. So he's three yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he just takes off full speed. And uh, it was bang, 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 uh, three missed tackles. And then uh, uh, Galva tried to run him down. It looked like he was going to catch him, but there was no catching him. Now, I think there was just enough angle to where he could cut to that corner of the end zone and nobody was going to touch him. 14 to 7. And again, they try the little snap. swinging gate. The snap bobbles to him, and Fiedler looking to throw to somebody. He's going to be. Yeah. He's in. The two point conversion is good. Making the score Yellow Jackets 7. Haines City 16. 16 to 7 now. Haines City in front of Bartow. That puts him ahead by two, two scores. Uh, yeah. Mm. They take that second half kickoff and just march it right down the field and now Bartow has to answer because Haines City has got every bit of momentum. 43 yard touchdown pass from Thieler to McQueen and Haines City's up 16 to 7. It's a cheerleader's truck. Running clock here, uh, Winter Haven over Ridge 35 to nothing in the third quarter. 51 to nothing. I think that's just the lights shining off of it. 
Yeah, that's just a light shining off of it. 51 nothing, Lakeland over Jenkins. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that beautiful? Lake Wales over Gateway, 41 to nothing. Lakeland Christian, 9, and Victory Christian, 7. So there's a good battle over there in Lakeland tonight. Mm. Mulberry still in front of Frostproof, 14 to nothing. Hmm? <laughs> Lake Gibson over Kathleen, 28 to nothing. And Davenport. Davenport over Lake Region, 17-7. What is going on in Mulberry? What are they feeding those mosquitoes over there? That gypsum off the gypsum stack. There's something over there. Here is the kickoff by Haynes City, and it's going to be taken at the 15-yard line. Looks like Murray. Murray's a 20-25. Murray's still on his feet. Murray with a nice return across the 40 out to the 44-yard line. It's a good job. Get some good field position to start off, and now we've got to we've got to get some respect on defense because they have no respect for our running game right now, guys. They are just pinning their ears and coming after the quarterback. Yeah, and Murray there, he was only a block or two from breaking that one loose. Alrighty, this is Bartow's first possession of the second half. Bartow with a first and ten. They have excellent starting field position here at their own 43-yard line. The quarterback is number 18. He's a junior transfer, Blake Johnson. He's in the shotgun, and he gets Haines City to jump. Haines City is offsides. Offsides against the Hornets. Haines City's got, they've got two safeties deep, at least from 7 to 12 yards deep. And they're, they're not going to let Bartow beat them deep. Makes it first and five now for Bartow. Johnson again in the sh- in the shotgun. Handoff up the middle goes Thomas. Thomas puts his head down. Thomas drives across the 50. He's going to have a first down near the 45. That's a beautiful job by Thomas as, as he really ran with some anger right now, and now they're going to go tempo. Jackets quickly to the line of scrimmage, first and 10. And Haynes, that guy, that a guy Haynes, just flopped. A Haynes City player, and now he's quickly on his feet. they got to call a penalty on that. I believe they called a timeout. I believe Haines City called a timeout. That, yeah. I watched some soccer before. Yeah. But, uh, oh, my goodness. So, they, the Haines City did call a timeout. If I was eating, I would I would be in the oh, wow. referee's ear right there. I mean, flopping like that, that's, that's a delay of game. Yep. So, they did give Haines City a timeout. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Hornet 45-yard line. Well, they're they're putting it in play. Clock is running, so maybe it wasn't a timeout. Yeah, I thought it was an injury timeout on that or something. Oh. All right, first and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Hornet 45-yard line. Johnson in the shotgun. He calls for the snap. Johnson wants to throw. He's under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. Back at midfield at the 50. Going to lose five on the play. Yeah, I'm still kind of confused about the last call. I mean, when, they fit, when the player went down, both teams went to their uh, prospective sidelines, and then all of a sudden the official puts the ball in play. And the injured player popped up on his own and ran off the field and, under his own power. He, and he's still on the field. And he was right back on the field, so he wasn't even off the field for one play. <laughs> now we have the timeout for the mandatory water break. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. 5.56 left here in the third quarter. Haines City 16, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football 
on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder and Deuce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder and Deuce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Second and 15 here for the Yellow Jackets. The ball at midfield. They're coming again. Johnson with the snap. He wants to throw quickly across the middle. He's got, oh, just off the fingertips of Jason Williams. Nice touch on that pass, though, guys. Yeah, even, though it was, even though it was incomplete, he had just enough to get over that secondary of Haynes City, but his receiver just didn't have enough depth there to get to the ball. Trying to connect with uh, Jason Williams kind of on a deep slant yeah. pattern. So now it's third down. Third and 15 for Bartow. Stops the clock. 5.41 left here in the third. Haines City in front, 16-7. Jackets will send three receivers to the near side of the field. Blake Johnson, the quarterback, in the shotgun. And we have whistles that will stop this play. Another flag, and this is going to be against Bartow. False start. Hmm. False start against the Yellow Jackets. That'll bring it back another five yards. That's going to back up Bartow five more. It'll be third down. Yeah, this flag happy cat right here on on this, this side judge. He was pointing at Galva like Galva might have moved a little early. I didn't I didn't see it, but third and twenty now. Johnson wants to throw. He's under some pressure. Tries to scramble out of the pocket, and he's going to go down at the forty. Uh, he did a great job to hold on to that football too. Quarterback sack. Now it's going to be fourth and uh, forever. <laughs> fourth and about 25 for the Yellow Jackets. That's going to bring on the punting team. I'm going to go fourth down and a whole lot. 5-12 left in the third quarter. K.J. Valentine will drop back in punt formation. So their announcer wants to be a comedian, eh? <laughs> hey, Nobody beats our guy Pat in Bartow. No, no, Pat's all over it. And the best away announcer we've had this year was Martin County. Yeah. He was good. All right, here we go. Fourth and 25 for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine on to handle the punting duties. Tyler is back deep. Here's the kick. little angled kick. It's going to go out of a big Bartow bounce. Oh, a good Bartow kick inside the 20 and dropped down at the 15-yard line. Down by the Yellow Jackets, 15-yard line. Bruce with Valentine on the team, kicking the ball, and he thought maybe quarterback. You know, he was our starting quarterback for the first five games. We don't. We don't. I don't, I don't know the situation. Yeah, we don't know the situation, and um, uh, I respect whatever Coach Eaton. Uh, yeah. Has planned right, for it. I mean, it's always something you got to keep in the back of your mind, though, because you just never know. Even though he's back there doing the punting duties, 
I mean, surely Haines City knows that he has been a starting quarterback, so you never know what. You, you just don't know how to how to play that game. Right. First and ten for the Hornets. Unless you're fourth and 25, and then you know he's. From their own uh, 15-yard line, Haines City, Fiedler with the ball in the shotgun. He's wanted to uh, hand oh, off, and the, uh, res- the, the running back kind of lost his footing there. He's going to lose a couple on that play. Maybe he hit one of them holes. One of them holes. One of the little gopher holes out there. Second and 12 for the Hornets. There's only been one turnover in the ball game, and that was a fumble by Haines City recovered by the Yellow Jackets. If we ever needed a turnover now on this end of the field, that would be tailor-made for the Yellow Jackets. You're exactly right. Second and 12 for the Hornets. From their own 14-yard line, Fiedler, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. The freshman gets the ball. Handoff up the middle. There goes Tyler again. Number two, he gets to the 20-yard line. And he picks up seven, eight yards every time he touches the ball just about it. I'm wondering how this team is two and five or whatever they are, two and four. Uh, Two and four, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be third down, third down at about five after that run by Tyler. Clock runs at 3.20 left here in the third quarter. 80 degrees here in Haines City, 20 minutes after 9 o'clock on a Friday night. There is a nice breeze, though. Uh, it was really comfortable when I was sitting out in the stands watching the halftime show. And Haines City, again, is real late on getting this play organized, and they're forced to take a timeout. Well, they're up by two scores, and uh, they're blown their second timeout now, and the coach is really upset again. At Citizens Bank and Trust, we take great pride in being Polk County's bank and understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust, since 1920, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Next Friday night, the Bartow Yellow Jackets return to Bartow Memorial Stadium to take on the Sebring Blue Streaks. Always a tough game. Yeah. And uh, 7.30 kickoff next Friday night. Our broadcast begins at 7. Hope you can tune us in, bring your radio to the ball game, and listen to what we say. <laughs> it might be worth it. Yeah. S- sometimes that's worth the price of admission, although you just turn on the radio or turn on the app and listen to us. But uh, yeah. we're, we're trying to give you a better, better football game, guys, and we're doing our best. All righty, third and five following the timeout by Haynes City. Here's the snap to Fiedler. They fake it. Fiedler looking to throw. He's under some pressure. There's a flag on the play. The pass is complete to Tyler. That's coming back. Tyler knocked down at the 33-yard line, but I think we have some holding in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. back down here about the 15-yard line. Yeah, that's big number 56. He's, he stopped right by the flag. and. But at either rate, I mean, here's the thing. The receiver was standing wide open and had 15 yards in front of him, a clear, clear grass. Yeah. Or dirt, whatever you want to call it. And that's that's where they've been beating you up on the run, beating you up on the run, and then all of a sudden they fake the run. The linebackers are reading that. They're stepping forward, and it takes them longer to get out to the flat, those areas. Let me get third down and about 15 or so. So they'll march off the holding penalty against Haines City. It'll be third down and about 16 or so for a first. Jacket defense trying to hold here and force a three and out. 
Fiedler in the shotgun. Puts one man in motion. They'll flip it to him on a little jet sweep. And that is Tyler again. No scare. That's going to be Knight. Knight, the ball's on the ground. And there's a flag. And there's a flag. Barto recovered the fumble, but what's that flag? I saw something yanked back on him. One of the referees is... But definitely Barto had possession of the ball before the ball, before the play was whistled dead. That's for sure. They're going to spot the ball to the 20. Let's see what they do now. It's going to be a face mask against Barto. Uh, face mask against the Yellow Jackets. That will nullify the uh, turnover. Hornets will retain possession. But it's, it's not a, a spot foul. You take it back to where where it is, and if it's a 15, you mark off 15, or you mark off five, one of the two. But they're still standing around the football, the officials pointing at the football. No. Personal, personal foul face mask against the Yellow Jackets. That's not a spot foul. No, it should be marked off on the line of scrimmage. Oh, my goodness. A 15-yard penalty will result in a Hornet first down. Yeah, the, the, you can see the Bartow coaching staff is saying, pointing to the down marker where the line of scrimmage was. Yeah, they got. He's got to get. He needs to. Personal foul, face mask. That's the call, and they're going to move it all the way to the 34-yard line. It's about seven or eight yards more than they needed as a result of the penalty. Well, I don't know high school football rules. Here's the snap on a first down play. Handoff, Tyler. This oh. time, Tyler's caught behind the line of scrimmage. I believe that's going to be number nine getting that's up going to be yet. Mr. Davis. They wrapped him up quick that time. Back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be second and ten for the Haines City Hornets, who lead in the ballgame 16-7. Two minutes left here in the third quarter. Listen, guys, I guess we learn something about penalties every week because it changes. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's whatever crew happens so, to be here. Uh, so if you decline the penalty, then it would go where the ball was spotted at. But if you accept the penalty, it should go back to where the ball was snapped from, correct? Uh, yeah. That's kind of what I was Second and ten. Clark with a nice tackle on the running back. Tyler, as he tries to get to the 35-yard line, pick yeah. up about one or two. Yeah, good job again. Haines uh, City's right in the middle of that big sand pile. Tough for anybody to get footing, but uh, the way the lights are not on. He's saying in the parking lot. Oh, in the parking lot. Okay. Oh, way over there. That's not, doesn't look white to me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Third and nine for the Hornets. Ball resting at their own, the 34 yard line. Fiedler calls for it. He wants to pass. He does across the middle. It's incomplete off the fingertips of his intended receiver. That was Davidson, incomplete. And eligible downfield, guys. He's pointing to Bartow. How can Bartow have an ineligible player down? Yeah, he's patting the top of his head. See what the call is here. Yes, ineligible receiver downfield against the Hornets. So it's either going to be fourth and nine or third and 14. Decline it. Decline it, yeah. Fourth down. Oh, my goodness. 
And Haynes sees no question. You kick it. You're up, you're up by two two possessions. I, I would, but oh, you, yeah. you don't know with these guys. I mean, they've been doing everything unconventional tonight. So they will change out the offensive squad and put in the special teams unit for Haynes City. Murray will step back with Taylor. Oh, check that. It's going to be um, Hampton back deep. Hampton and Murray back deep for the Yellow Jackets. I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of fake here. Here's the snap. The kick is going to be away, and it's not very good. It's going to bounce at midfield, trickle into Yellow Jacket territory, and out of bounds, spotted at the 47-yard line. That guy kicked it straight up in the air. Yellow take over Almost like it's coming off the where the where the foot connects to the ankle. Where, uh, the ball kind of gets caught right there and goes straight up in the air. 33 seconds left here in the third quarter. Barto in I'm excuse me, Barto behind. It's Haynes City in front, 16 to 7. And uh, the Yellow Jackets down by two possessions. The urgency is on full blast now. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you need, need to keep somebody in the backfield to pick up that blitzer and give him at least another second or two. Jackets with three receivers on the far side of the field. Single receivers, Taylor on the near side. Blake is the quarterback. He's going to hand it off. And this time it's going to be number 23, and uh, that is um, Glover. Haven't yeah, called his number much. He didn't get back in the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose one second and 11. Jackets with some tempo, trying to get at least one more play here in the third quarter. We can hear Tyler all the way up here in the press box. Again, three receivers on the far side of the field. Single receiver, Taylor's on the near side. Three seconds, four seconds. They get it off. Here's the jet sweep to Taylor. Taylor turns the corner. Up the field he goes. He's going to get two or three on the play, and that's it. And now a late flag comes in. And another flag comes in. Oh my gosh, guys! This is just getting um, uh, this is just getting a little out of hand here. Triple zeros on the scoreboard. If it's a defensive penalty, they'll get another play. Now I think they're going to get a little bit of extracurricular out here on this side. I don't know if something got said by one of the players, and you know I see Haynes City clapping. So well, they came from both sides of the field. The flags did. Yes. But you got one flag over here. And I think that was from the extracurricular out here on this side. Got one on this side. Yep. The referees are discussing it. We're ready to start the fourth quarter. Haines City's already, like, changing sides of the field. But uh, to wait to see if it was a defensive play. We could have an untimed down. So we'll just see what the referees are going to talk about here. Still huddling. The referees are still huddling. Near midfield. Now we'll get a call here from the uh, Mr. Whitehead official. Personal foul, helmet blow against Haynes City. That'll give result in a first down. After the play, dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct against Bartow, and that'll be a first down. So they take the uh, head con, the helmet contact. Mm-hmm. So personal foul targeting against targeting. City and unsportsmanlike conduct against. But that was after the play was over. The unsportsmanlike was. So the targeting penalty will give Barto a first down. Mm-hmm. They're explaining it now to Coach Eden on the far side of the field. Yeah. 
Does that result in an untimed play? Or does the unsportsmanlike wipe it out? Now, being a dead ball foul, that's the uh, end of the half. But the, the targeting is a defensive penalty, so that should be an, un, an untimed down. That was live. The ball basically doesn't go anywhere. Right. But does the targeting does result in an automatic first down. Yes. It looks like Bartow's lining up to run the ball. Bartow's offense is on the line of scrimmage. It is a first down. The referee just signaled first down. But they don't have the ball marked anywhere. The referee is holding the ball. For what? We're holding it here just in case there is an untimed down before the fourth quarter starts. So here we go. Again, targeting against Haines City, dead ball, personal foul against Bartow. The whole thing results in a first down, and we will have an untimed down. An untimed down. Bruce, you're like this. I just got an update here uh, from Alabama. Your Bibb County Choctaws yes. are up 21-0 over Montevallo. Yeah, buddy. How's the weather up there? Are they getting rained on again? It seems like they get rained on every week. I don't know. I'll have to check on that, but I'll let you know. All right, it's first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 47-yard line. This is an untimed down. A defensive play occurred at the end of the third quarter. So here we go. Here's the snap. And they want to fake it. It's a handoff. Oh, it's going to be a pass. They tried to connect across the middle, a little slant to Galva, was, incomplete. Yeah, it was a beautiful pass, too. Beautiful pass. Galva was trying to – he was motioning with his hands. He should have turned his hands the other way. So that will be the final play now of the third quarter. With your score, Haines City 16 and Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Tyler Kelly inviting you to visit any of our five locations to see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Welcome back to Haines City High School. As we start the fourth quarter... The Hornets in front, 16-7 to over the Yellow Jackets. Bartow with the ball, facing a second and 10 from their own 47-yard line. And Jackets in the up. Bartow's drawn off sides. Uh, Galva tried to start a little quick. Well start. That's a penalty against Bartow. Back him up five yards. So make it now second and 15. We really think Jackets need points on this drive. Yes. Second and 15 for Bartow. Johnson, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Galva on the near side. They toss it up to Galva, pushing and shoving. Galva caught it at the 25. Get him again. Yep. Galva will... 
we'll, Listen, we'll I don't go into the end zone for a touchdown, but we believe this is going to be a pass interference against Bartow. Now, they were, now the defender how, was really roughing him up going down, and then Galva pushed off at the end. They just Now they're going against Bartow. Yep. Golly, that's the third touchdown call back. And now Tyler Eden is halfway on the field near the midfield stripe, and he just got a flag on him. Not exaggerating. Touchdown. What happened? He just he just motioned touchdown. The official just motioned touchdown. Well, they're having a they're still having a meeting of the minds over there. Like you said, there, Bruce. There was a lot of beating and framing on each other. Oh, now they're saying offensive pass. Offensive pass. I mean, he just he just motioned touchdown. Oh my goodness. Well, we had the situation last week where the referee was run over in the end zone. Yeah. Hard to intercept it at Lakeland, so. But this, I mean, All right, it was second and 15. There's a pass interference call against the Yellow Jackets. And boy, I believe they're going to decline the penalty. No, they're going to take it. Oh, they're taking it. Oh, they are. They're backing them up. And then unsportsmanlike against Barto. That one's on coach. 30 yards. Offensive pass interference against the Yellow Jackets and... They're going to they're gonna drop the ball down right about the 27. That'll make it second down, and, well, you, you see it's all right. Yeah. Now they're going another 15. Wow. They marched off the pass interference call. Now they're marching off the unsportsmanlike conduct call against Barto. And when he stops walking, he is almost in Orlando. <laughs> okay, he stops at the 15-yard line. Okay, so he's in Claremont. Claremont. 10, 20, 30, 42 yards he needs to get for a first down. Hey, I mean, we've thrown it up. We've had three touchdowns called back. So, second and 42 for the Yellow Jackets. I mean, that's twice that exact play has been called back. Here's the snap. They bobble it. Johnson picks it up, and he's going to be sacked. He dropped the ball. Is that a fumble? No, he threw it. And a flag. Not another flag. In. This could be a horse collar, the way I, Johnson went I, down. I, I bet you they're going to call grounding. Well, he had a receiver right there. He had a number. Uh, that was. Uh, they're, they're picking it up. Yeah. All right, so they're picking hey. Taylor was, Taylor was yeah, in Taylor the. Yeah, Taylor was. He was right at the 10-yard line. So now it's third and 42 for the Yellow Jackets. I really like this this quarterback. I mean, he has thrown the ball beautifully tonight. He's had he's had a few dropped, and then he's had three touchdowns called back. All righty, here we go. Third down. Jackets need 42 yards for a first down. That's right, 42. Twins left, twins right. Empty backfield now for Bartow, and the Yellow Jackets are going to take a timeout. And I, I can't believe they haven't thrown another flag on Eden. He is way down at the 15-yard line, guys. 
Timeout on the field. We'll take it with them. It is Haines City 16, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Pallet 1 of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet 1 offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet 1 team today. Pallet 1 is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's a cricket budgie you pull it here, and we are proud to be sponsors of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Jackets facing a third and 42. Here's the snap to the quarterback, Johnson. He sets up a little screen. The pass is going to be complete and running up the field. He's got some good yardage. Oh, my gosh, it's Himes. Himes at the 40. And a nice chunk of change there for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, that was a really good job. It was a, basically an outside screen, a little bubble screen out there, and they got the blockers out in front. And and uh, really, really good job, and it looks like they are going to go for it here. Guys, I know you guys couldn't see it from up there, but whenever he was going down, there was a face mask pulled down, too, right here in front of me. Fourth and about 18 yards for the Yellow Jackets. They line up to go for it. Three receivers on the near side of the field, a single receiver on the far side. Blake Johnson, the quarterback, the junior quarterback, looking for the ball. Here it is. He drops straight back. Johnson throws across the middle. It's going to be caught. Short. Short, short. of the first down by about five yards, but a nice reception by the receiver. Oh, no, they're going to say incomplete now. How is that incomplete? Thomas went down for the ball, and they're going to say he didn't get his hands underneath and catch it. Incomplete. Haines City will take over on downs. First and ten for the Hornets at the Yellow Jacket 40-yard line. Mm. 10.49 to play in the ball game. Haines City 16 and Bartow 7. Now the defense has to come back and, and do what they've been doing all year, and they got to make a big stop and hopefully get a turnover here. Quarterback for the Hornets is Fiedler. Where's number 12? He's going to be in the shotgun. They're lining up like he did. they did before. Here's the snap. Handoff. Tyler. Tyler takes it up the middle. Tyler's got some room. He crosses the 35 to the 34. He's on the run again. Big chunks every time. Yeah. You definitely know where they're going, where that wingback goes. If you see that wingback, he just cut right in the line immediately. He didn't go towards the center like he had been. And he it's just an extra blocker. There was a flag on the play, and it's going to be a dead ball personal foul against Haynes City. That is from the spot because it was a dead ball foul. Mm -hmm. So that'll back him up 15 yards. And because it was a dead ball, it should be second down now. And they stop walking right about the 47. Second down. Are you saying first down? Nope, there you go. 
Okay. Man, this official's killing me with just his movement. I mean, he motioned like first down. Second down and about 18 here for the Hornets. Guard just moved. Yep, there's a false start against Haines City. That'll back him up another five, make it second down and about 23. They are testing my math skills tonight on these yardages. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. 10, 20, I'm trying to count. you okay. Second down and about 22. Big Quavion Bird down there trying to get his defense fired up. Second and 22 for the Hornets at their own 48-yard line. Fiedler with the ball. He'll hand it off, and that is to Taylor. And, oh, my gosh, big number 98. He was a big man on that play. Yeah, he he took about about 16 points of frustration out on that kid. And that's going to send Tyler, the ball carrier, to the bench for a moment. I think he's rethinking his life. Well, Bird can make make you have stars just with a regular tackle, but that one he, he has some him extra. Around. Yeah, he towed him over and body slammed. Yeah, him. that was an extra oomph on that one. Third down now and twenty three for the Hornets. Clock I runs. It was a statement saying you're done. Fiedler in the shotgun for the Hornets. Jackets crowd the line of scrimmage and Haynes City jumped. That's a false start against the Hornets. Third and about 28 now. Decline it. Make them go fourth down. Yeah, the Jackets were sending seven guys that time, and Bird is really fired up, man. Well, Maybe just, get I mean, the rest of the defense in that same mentality. I mean, we, we've been calling his name for four years, and, and this is his last year. This is his last hurrah, and he doesn't want to leave it. And it doesn't stop the clock. That's the problem, guys. The clock still runs. Third down and 28 here for the Hornets at their own 43-yard line. Fiedler in the shotgun takes the snap. Handoff. Number nine's uh-huh. got it, and he's run down from behind by the other number nine, Mr. Davis. Yeah, Davis, uh, again, just runs him down and tackles him in the backfield, and now they'll have to punt. Well, hopefully the defense is waking up. Hampton and Murray will drop back deep to receive the punt. Well, they're not going to get many more chances, and and they did pick a good time to wake up. Uh, And the way this kicker kicks, I would send, I would line up. I'd line up ten guys on the line of scrimmage, and I would go after him. Well, I don't think he's having a problem getting the ball off. He's just kicking it straight up. Here's the snap. It's a floater, and they almost get to him. This is his best punt of the night, taken on the run at the 35-yard line. That looks like Murray. He's across the 45 near midfield and knocked out of bounds on the far side. Yeah, he gets it back to midfield. We've had good field position. We can't be balking about that. And uh, Camarion Thomas gets up slow. We've had good field position the whole half. So now we got to get it done. I mean, the quarterback's doing his job. First and 10 for the Bartow Yellow Jackets. The referees will spot the ball down at the Yellow Jacket 49-yard line. 
Eden is calling the same plays he's been calling all year that have been working. So now it's a matter of the offensive line getting, getting a little tougher, making a, you know, a good block, keeping somebody off the quarterback and letting him throw the football. Johnson I know is, that's tough to ask. Yeah, Johnson is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Thomas standing right next to him. Here's the snap, and they're going to get a jet sweep, trying to get Thomas involved, and he's going to get basically back to the line of scrimmage. No gain. Clock runs 8.20 left in the ball game. Jackets need two possessions. Ames City has capped both their touchdowns off tonight with two two-point conversions, so it's 16-7. to Ames City in front. Galva lined up on the near side as a wideout. Got three receivers on the other side, two receivers on the near side. Empty backfield for the quarterback, Johnson. Here's the snap. Johnson quickly slant. Got it. He's into a yellow, he's into Hornet territory at the 45-yard line. I believe that's Smith. That's now a late flag comes in. No, that was uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams with the reception at the 45. It would have been a third down and about four. Let's see what this flag is all about. Williams was fighting for a lot of yards. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike Barta, of course. That's almost like a Lakeland game last week, ain't it? <laughs> it's yeah, except on a on a. Except for we don't have the points on the board. Yeah, and a and a and a cow pasture. I'm talking about the penalties. So that's going to be 15 yards marched off against the Yellow Jackets from the dead ball, which was the 45 of Haines City. So 5, 10, 15, move it to the 40-yard line of the Yellow Jackets. And it'll be third down. How can this Haines City team have – I mean, I know Bartow's not playing Bartow football tonight. That's clearly obvious that they're not playing Bartow football. But how can a Haines City team be the schedule that they got? I mean, the record they have like this. It came with a game plan, guys. They They – they obviously studied film. They they came with a good game plan, and uh, it's working. It's just misdirection. They're not doing anything fancy. Third and twenty here for the Yellow Jackets from their own forty-yard line. Johnson drops back. He wants to throw again, trying to get Galva into double coverage, and he throws it over everybody's head, incomplete. Yeah. Well, he knew he couldn't catch that anyway because that would be fast interference. Yeah, it was it was out of bounds. So it's fourth down now for the Yellow Jackets. Fourth and 20. Yeah, you got to go for from it. From your own 40-yard line. You're not going to get the ball too many more times. I think you got to go for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, at this point, what do you do? You punt. Maybe you can pin them deep. But then, like I said, depending on timeouts and this, that, and the other, uh, looks like Bartow has two timeouts. Haines City has one. I just don't think you have enough to, to preserve yeah. preserve they're, enough of it. Well, they're going to punt it. They're sending K.J. Valentine on to handle the punting duties for the Yellow Jackets. Seven twenty one left here in the ball game. Valentine hits a low line drive kick, bounces the thirty. And it'll be scooped up at the 20 by the Haines City Hornet player. And it looks like McQueen, he oh. breaks a tackle. McQueen's into the open. He's at the 40. He's at the 45 midfield. And McQueen's flying toward the end zone. There's a multiple flags on the field. 
And McQueen is knocked out of bounds at the 12-yard line. We got all kind of laundry here back behind the play. And we missed, what, uh, four or five tackles there? Ten. <laughs> he had plenty of opportunities to get brought down, and, and we did not do it. And Five guys on him when he fielded the ball. Ball return by number six. Looks to be a penalty against Haines City on the return. Slide on the play. Hmm. Let them sort out this penalty real quick. Davenport over Lake Region, 33-7 to tonight. Well, I missed that one. It's a final. Lakeland, 59. George Jenkins, nothing. Also a final. Winter Haven, 41. And Ridge, nothing. And that has bearing on this game. With Winter Haven winning, that means Winter Haven is now 2-1 and one in the district. Their loss was to Bartow. We're 2-1. We're going to be 2-1. If this score stays, we'll be 2-1 losing to Haines City. And Haines City beat us. Well, beat us and Ridge. They beat Ridge. Yes. So they'll be two and one. Yeah, they'll be. Everybody's going to have three teams at two and one, and we've all beat each other. So basically. we're going to have to do that uh, Oklahoma playoff type thing where I, everybody I, comes and. I would think so. No, they got the point system now. Might not need it. Yeah. Uh, Lake Wales winner tonight over Kissimmee Gateway. The Panthers 41 to nothing. That's a final. Lakeland, Victory Christian. This is a final, guys. Victory Christian 19, Lakeland Christian 16. Oh, my gosh. We missed that one, guys. And you want another shocker? This is also a final. Mulberry 14, Frostproof 7. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's, That's incredible. So what happened to the good teams this week? One more final, Lake Gibson <laughs> Lake Gibson 35, Kathleen 7. That's a final. Here we go. First and 10 for the Hornets. Up the middle. Same running play we've seen all night long to Tyler and the flag at the end of the play. They're going to get a helmet to helmet again. I think that might be Murray. He's going to have to go off the field because when he hit him, his helmet came flying off. And that's all the officials saw. Personal foul, targeting. Personal foul, face mask, and targeting. Yep, against Marto, guys. This is ugly. So a 15-yard penalty marched off against the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Murray's got to go off the field for a play. First and 10 for the Hornets. We'll spot it now at the Yellow Jacket 28-yard line. 6.55 left in the ballgame. Three wide receivers on the near side of the field for the Hornets. Fiedler in the shotgun. Fiedler letting the clock tick down. Yeah, he is. He's, wa- he's watching that, that back judge, and when that back judge starts waving his arm at Really heady heads up. Here's the snap to uh, Tyler, number two, and he's wrapped up right at the line of scrimmage and thrown backwards. Make it second and ten. 6.24 and counting here in the ballgame. A crazy Friday the 13th in high school football. Tonight. Oh, wow, I didn't think about that. Just behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, make it up. Wow. Yeah, Winter Haven. Winter Haven defeated Haines City. Haines City 
as it stands right now, will defeat Bartow, and Bartow beat Winter Haven. So all three of those are going to finish with two and one records. Should our score stand, and then they all will have beaten each other. Yeah, but but the situation nowadays, it's it's not records per se. It's who you played. You get so many points and this, that, and the other. Strength of schedule, things yeah, like that. Yeah, and, that, and that who we beat and who they beat and. So, somebody got to dive into the point into the number. system. Well, we know going into tonight's ball game, if you look at the statewide rankings, Barta was ahead of Winter Haven and Haines City in the statewide rankings. Now, after this game is calculated in those rankings, how does it all churn out in the mix? We'll have to wait and see. If things stay this way, they are. Yeah, and what it does to these kids' psyche, too. Because they walked in here thinking they were going to win a football game, and they have had their butts handed to them so far against, you know, our defense. Here we go. It is second down, and uh, we'll call it 11 now. Second and 11 for the Hornets. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a uh, handoff. Up, uh, it's going to be a quarterback keeper, and a flag comes in on the tackle. Get a face mask. As Fiedler kept the ball on a little quarterback sweep, they are going to get a holding call against Haines City. Interesting. Williams is down. I thought he wasn't playing tonight. He wasn't. He dressed, uh, they dressed him late. Jadon Williams, yeah, we did not expect him to play. You're right. Yeah, I bet he, I mean, in this kind of game, he shouldn't be on the field. Because now he may be out for a while. Injury timeout on the field. Reminder, since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support our mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by visiting their thrift store on East Summerlin in downtown Bartow. Help us be epic. Bartow Community Service Center. Jadon Williams, number seven. We did not expect him to play, but he's on the field. As he's yeah, walking off slowly. And he's not real dirty. So I'm, I'm wondering if he, they just put him in the game. He's in for one or two plays, and he's already hurt again. Yeah, he dressed late, guys. He was dressed. He just didn't have any shoulder pads on. And then uh, they, they dressed him, you know, right between the third and the fourth quarter. Start the clock. 5.45 left in the ball game. Haines City with the ball. Second and 18. From their own, from the Yellow Jacket 36 yard line. Here's the snap. Fiedler, he will keep it on a quarterback sweep. Tries to turn another corner. He wants to stay in bounds, and he does. He just sits right down. He'll take the loss. Stanley. Bartow calls a timeout. Which they've only got one left now, right? It'll be third down at about uh, 19. 520 left in the ballgame. And now uh, Davis is pointing at his knee. He's needing to come off the field. Or update, the Davenport Broncos 33, the Lake Region Thunder 15. Well, I tell you what, boys, my undefeated streak is over. <laughs> <laughs> Did we celebrate too much? Is that what I, oh. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it yeah. while it lasted, but uh, 
Some finals tonight. Lakeland a winner over Jenkins, 59 to nothing. Winter Haven a winner tonight over Ridge, 41 to nothing. Mulberry a winner tonight over Frostproof, 14 to 7. That's got to be a mixed up score. Lake Wales shuts out Kissimmee Gateway, 41 to nothing. Lake Gibson over Kathleen. These are all finals. Lake Gibson over Kathleen, 35 to 7. And also a final, Victory Christian, 19. Lakeland Christian, 16. That game was a huge win for Victory and a bad loss for Lakeland Christian. I mean, they may be close to not making the playoffs because they lost to Fort Meade. That was a home game, too, for Lakeland Christian. All righty, here we go. Third down and 19 for the Hornets. Fiedler calls for the snap. He does. Hands off. And he got the ball, and then he got number nine. Listen, all Haines City's looking at now is trying to kill that clock. They right. just want to keep it in the play, keep it in the inside the uh, inside the lines, and, and, and just stop, you know, just let the clock run. So it's fourth down now. They're going to have to kick it away. I wouldn't. I just sit there and let the clock run. Take the delay? Yeah. Or snap it right when he gets to, like, his fourth. He's not waving his arm yet. Now he does. Fourth down. Here's the snap. Handoff. Tyler. Tyler's caught from behind and brought down at the 40-yard line. Bartow will get the ball. The clock stops. 4.30 left in the ball game. Davis again. I think he had three tackles on that series. I don't know if I'd have done that. I'd have kicked the ball. Well, they got nothing to lose at this point. That's I mean, true. They, we haven't done anything offensively other than the first possession. And we've had the ball around the 50-yard line every time we've gotten the football. So uh, I like the what they did. I don't like it for us, but I like what they did just uh, because a lot of bad things can happen on a punt. You know, we can return it for a touchdown. We can block it. And if they just run the ball, it's just a couple less seconds run off the clock. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. That makes sense. Four minutes, 30 seconds left in the ball game. Jackets need two possessions, uh, two scores. Here's a deep pass down the middle, and it's going to go to nobody. Now that should be defensive There's the flag. pass interference. There's the flag. They try to connect with Thomas. It's got to be offensive. can't be defensive. No, it's defensive because he was trying to run the deep slant, and the corner held him up. And, Mike, we've talked all night about the, there's a very nice breeze on the field tonight. There's no flags here at this stadium that I can see unless they're on top of the press box that we're in. But, Mike, you guys might have a breeze coming in that window, but it is still down here on the field. Okay. But so Bruce, they, to answer your question a while ago, it's 68 degrees up in uh, Bibb where they're playing that game at tonight. Wow. And they have a, they have a light mist. That's, a, that's perfect football weather. Doesn't get any better. They'll march off the penalty against the Haines City Hornets. Bartow first and 10 at the Haines City 45-yard line. Haines City's showing a lot of pressure. Quickly, they get it. The pass is is going to be incomplete. incomplete. Tried to get it to Galva there on a little wide receiver screen. Yeah, Galva's just been snake bit tonight, guys. I mean, he he missed a tackle. He's had two interference calls. Um... One touchdown call back, and that ball, he, he missed a slant a while ago, and that ball went through his hands. 
So we're going to chalk this up to just a just a Friday the 13th for this football team and for Galva because Galva is a pretty sharp football player. He is indeed second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. Johnson wants to throw. He's got his pass complete this time, and that is to Smith, the tight end. Yeah, he might have got a yard. No, they're going to say he's right at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third and ten for Bartow at the Haines City 45-yard line. The clock's running. Bartow needs to show a little more urgency. Three fifty left in the ball game. Barto again at the line of scrimmage. They're still not in formation yet. Hampton on the near side. Johnson in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Haines City brings some folks again. Johnson sends it down the sideline, and it's over everybody's head, out of bounds. Tried to find Taylor on the far side of the field. Do it again. Stops the clock at 3.32 to play. Now, if they would run a slant behind that, it would be wide open because the safety and the corner are running down the field with him. Haines City 16, Bartow 7. So if they run Smith on the slant right here, run Galva down the field. Fourth down, fourth and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. Johnson looking to throw. He does. It is. And it's going to be intercepted. Almost intercepted. Should have been. Boy, that was a it was the exact thing that we just said. Run the slant behind the receiver running the go route. And the safety, he dropped off and played perfect defense. Guys, that was just perfect defense. And Mike, did it, it looked like he dropped that ball on purpose. Uh, I don't know that he would drop that ball on purpose, to be honest with you. I just uh, yeah, you in high school, you ain't dropping nothing okay. on purpose. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't think Haynes City at, at this point. You know, you get a pick. The yeah. chicks love you and all that kind of stuff. Man, <laughs> you got you ain't dropping that. So they will turn the ball over on downs. Haynes City with it, first and ten at their own forty-five yard line, and three twenty-seven left in the ball game. With a 16-7 lead. Fiedler, the quarterback, takes the snap. Handoff. Tyler puts his head down and goes right into the middle of that line for two yards. Yeah, no effort whatsoever, Mike. He's doing exactly what you talked about. He's got both hands, both arms covering the football, and he just ducks his head and goes into the line until they bring him down. And he's still got two yards. Yeah, exactly. Timeout taken by the uh, Yellow Jackets. We'll take it as well. 3.23 left. Haines City 16, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service.
Welcome back to Haines City High School, where we're, we're in the final three minutes and 23 seconds of this ball game. Haines City with a 16-7 to lead, and they have the ball with a second and eight near midfield. Here's the snap, handoff. Tyler, Tyler just hits the line, and he's going to fall down right there. Haines City's motive right now is just use as much clock as possible. Barto is out of timeouts. Barto can no longer stop the clock. It's going to be third down and ten. Well, third and nine. Third and nine for the Hornets. Spot the ball at the Haines City 47-yard line. Haines City came into this ballgame with a 2-4 and four record. They played Winter Haven tough. They played Auburndale tough. And they're beating Bartow tonight. I would like to see film on the game they lost, the games they lost, because this is a winning football team right here. This is a very good football team we're playing tonight. Quarterback draw on third down. Right up the middle he goes. He's into Yellow Jacket territory. Going to stop short. It'll be fourth down and about four. It'll be a few yards, big fourth down and five. Fourth and four for Haynes City. The clock runs two minutes, ten seconds left in the ball game. Again, the Jackets need two possessions down by two scores. 16 to 7. Quickly to the line of scrimmage on a fourth down. Haynes City will keep the offense on the field. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a quarterback draw again. He's going to be stopped short of the first down. They'll turn it over on downs to the Yellow Jackets. That will stop the clock on the chains of possession. 145 left in the game. Yellow Jackets take over on downs. So Barto will have the ball at their own 49-yard line. They need a touchdown and a field goal. All right, here they come. Haines City has a number of players playing 30 yards off the ball. Yeah. Empty backfield for the Yellow Jackets. Johnson in the shotgun. Where's number 18, the junior quarterback for Bartow? Here's the snap. Johnson sets up a little wide receiver screen. It's complete, but again, it's going nowhere. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it for Bartow. Oh, he got he got wrecked, too. My goodness. Yeah, he come back to the inside, and there was nothing there. Timeout on the field for an injury. A Haines City player, number 10, was down. but he That's now a he's, flopper. He's popped back up again. He was a flopper earlier. This time he actually paid for it a little bit. Now he's jogging to the sideline. So he will take a rest on this play. He needs to get that play call because he just put the game back in play. Clock is running. 1-19 and counting. Jackets with a second down and nine. The ball at midfield. Empty backfield again for Johnson. Quarterback takes the snap in the shotgun. He wants to throw. He steps up in the pocket. Now he's under some pressure. He'll sling it while he's got people draped all over him, incomplete. Yeah, another a really good job by Johnson that time. As as when Haines City saw there was no running back 
back there for help. You just saw them. They pinned their ears and came. The flag here at the, the 35 or the 45 yard line, guys. Probably a hold. No, it's back here on uh, number nine for Haynes City. They're going to get him for uh, roughing the passer. Uh, targeting is, yeah, against uh, a lot of targeting tonight. There'd be a lot of kids thrown out of the game if they had a replay on here. So that'll be a 15 yard penalty marched off against Haynes City. And then what, what really makes it worse after all that, he went on his way up, he picks up two handfuls of sand and throws it. <laughs> Who did? The, the, the Haines City player. <laughs> he just picks up two handfuls of sand and just throws it. There's plenty of that out there on that field. Yeah. First and ten for the Jackets at the Haines City 35-yard line. Here's the snap. Johnson wants to throw. He does. He gets it off and is caught by Taylor. Taylor trying to turn up field. Taylor with some running room. He'll cross the 30 and another flag comes in. What was this flag? Taylor got about nine on the play. Fifty-three seconds left in the ball game. Barto down by nine points. It's going to be a face mask against Haines City. It's a little late for all that, isn't it? Fifteen more yards. Well, now it's, it's time to show some grit, guys. They'll march it all the way inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. First and 10, Bartow at the 13 of Haines City. Johnson, the quarterback. Glover standing right behind him. Here's the snap. And Johnson wants to throw. He thought about the corner of the end zone. Now he's going to take off and run. Johnson still oh, on the That's a helmet to helmet another, right there. Oh, and my another goodness. Flag. He crossed the 10-yard line and then took a wallop at the 8. That was definitely helmet to helmet. Yeah, they got it helmet to helmet against Haines City. Flag on the play. Stops the clock at 45 seconds. I mean, his head snapped back. You got to hope he's all right. So they'll move this ball inside the five to about the four-yard line. First and goal, Bartow from the four. 45 seconds left in the ballgame. Jackets trail 16-7. to Jackets with two wide receivers on the far side of the field. Tight end and a receiver on this near side of the field. Put one man in motion. Fake it to him. Johnson wants to throw. He does. It's going to be intercepted at the five-yard line. And they're running it back down the field at the 40. He's at midfield. He's only got a couple linemen to beat. They're trying to, uh, oh, there's going to be, uh, he's going to be caught from behind. Big number 17, William Brown. Yeah. Chased him down. And the the defense, the def, uh, the the defensive back pushed him in the back, and that gave him enough momentum to make the tackle. What? A, they are going to call a block in the back on the return. Yeah, it was a great, uh, it was a great hustle. Brown got a twofer. He got the got the tackle, and he got the call against him. Yeah, and I want to give uh, Quincy Butler some big props, too. The big number 77 was rolling downfield, doing his best to make the tackle as well. He was not giving up. And that was a little tip. The ball was thrown up. He was trying to get it over that big linebacker, and the big linebacker was able to get a paw up and tip it to himself and make the pick. Now Haynes City will just take a knee. Take a knee, and this ball game will be done. 
Ball's at the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line. No timeouts for Bartow. 29 seconds, so one snap here ought to do it. Haines City lines up in the victory formation. Here's the snap. And down on the knee. And that's the ball game, folks. And that's the ball game, ladies and gentlemen. The Haines City Hornets with a stunner, I would say. 16-7, a winner over the Yellow Jackets tonight. Throws the whole district into a conundrum. And uh, we will be back to wrap this one up. Your final score, Haines City 16, Bartow 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Jordan Kelly of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. Welcome back to the Bartow uh, Yellow Jacket Bartow Yellow Jacket football tonight. Uh, Bartow with their second loss in a row. They fall to six and two on the year. Haines City improves to three and four. But more importantly, we got a three-way tie for first place in the district. Yeah. Haines City, Bartow, Winter Haven, all at two and one on the year. Yeah, and everybody's beat each other, so um, it's it really throws it in into a deal of of what. Uh, the ranking, strength of schedule, all that, all that, uh, yeah, calculation that has to be done on Monday morning. Bartow opened the scoring with a big 42-yard touchdown run by our new starting quarterback Blake Johnson. Things look good for the Yellow Jackets, and then the Haines City scored near the second half. Take care uh, in the second quarter, rather, on a one-yard touchdown run, and then a 43-yard touchdown pass in the uh, third quarter, and uh, Haines City converted on two two-point conversions. And uh, that was it, 16-7. to seven. Yeah, and, and they also took a field goal off the board, too. It could have been worse. But we had three touchdowns called back, too. Sure did. On some pass interference calls against the offense. Yeah, guys, I don't I don't think uh, Coach Eden's ready to talk about yeah, this tonight. that's fine. Um, that's fine. Perfectly okay, Mike. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll catch up with him again. I'm sure next week we'll catch up with him. Absolutely, and, and uh, do want to... Uh, you know, Haines City came to play tonight. They came very well prepared, and Bartow jumps on them early, and this looks like it's going to be the game we expected it to be, that Bartow was going to go, 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 and then all of a sudden Haines City just hit us right in the mouth. And that's where you find out what you're made of. And it gave Haines City all the momentum and then they started getting after the quarterback, and we had we had some. I wouldn't call them; they're not knucklehead uh, plays. Uh, it was them going for the ball, trying their best to score a touchdown, and they push off, and they get caught, and and it's interference. Touchdown comes back. You don't blame anybody for anything. Uh, the kids didn't lay down. They they weren't throwing fits. They. Uh, a lot of these 
uh, personal foul calls, you know, didn't need to be called. But they were. And we got beat. We got beat by a better football team tonight. And the only thing you can hope is that you get to see them again and come back uh, with a better game plan, see them in the playoffs. And we've talked about this um, ranking system is how you determine your seeding everything now. Um, if you're district champions, you're automatically in. That's one thing. But now we have a situation where we're, there's three of us that are tied for two and one. And I believe the determination if the ranking is – if I'm correct, yeah, you go to week number nine. So the Sebring game now becomes important next week because that will be included in your rankings uh, to determine playoff positions and, and things like that. So, wow. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because old school, back in our day, um, if you had three teams tied, they would all meet at one stadium and they would all play uh, one quarter. And you would flip a coin. Two yep. teams would play the first quarter, and then the winner of that would play the next team. Yep. yep. And uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, they, I don't think they do that anymore with this point system. So we'll just have to uh, wait and see what happens and, and uh, better get ready for uh, Sebring. For Sebring cause yeah, because look, look what Sebring did last year to us. Sebring yeah, does it. Go ahead, Ann. They Sebring put it on us last year. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, I was going to use final comments from Mike real quick. No, I'm, like you said, I mean, if we go to week nine deal, I mean, we look at got to look at Seaburn, and um, if we look at what Seaburn did to us last year, Seaburn really put it on us, and they put it on us big time last year. So, you know, this week here is something that Bartos going to have to go back and look at and uh, refigure. they got to do some recalculating here and uh, figure out where they changed things, what happened and uh, see if they can get it back on a roll. Yeah, I would be interested, and, and Jeff, you'll have the opportunity to talk to Coach Eden about this. What did Haines City do different? Because Haines City had to do something different than they were doing on film. Because Eden has shown every week that they have studied film, they've prepared, they're ready for it, everything. I mean, they're Bartos, excellent coach, football team. Yeah. But tonight, Haines City threw something at them, and I want to know if, if this is what they saw on film, and and Haines City just outplayed them, or whether they threw in these new gimmicks. Yeah, good thought. Well, yeah, it's, it's a little tough pill to swallow. Yeah, <laughs> Six, it is. But, Sixteen but, to seven, your final score. You know, the sun comes up tomorrow. It does. Tomorrow's the fourteenth. It's not Friday the thirteenth anymore. And, uh, you know, we went through an 0-10 season, and, and, and that was tough to swallow, and we were able to make that enjoyable for the fans. We We've got a really good football coach. We've got a really good football team, and they're going to bounce back, I think. Absolutely. Well, special thanks uh, to the Haines City High School staff for their administration and their assistance in tonight's broadcast. Hope you can join us next Friday night when the Yellow Jackets return to Bartow Memorial Stadium for a matchup with the Sebring Blue Streaks. Broadcast begins at 7 for Bruce and Andy and Mike. I'm Jeff. Thanks for Kim back in the studio. Your final score, Haines City 16 and Bartow 7. Take care. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, Pallet One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance.
Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them, by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.